Home is behind, the world is ahead, and there are many paths to tread. Unlikely friends set forth on adventures throughout the Lone Lands. Their journeys will change the course of their lives and, perhaps, the fate of Middle-earth itself. This is The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual play on the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Hello, and thank you for joining us for session number seven of The Unsung Tales, a one-ring actual campaign in for the Happy Jacks RPG Network. To find all the sessions of this game, visit happyjacks.org slash unsungtales, and to find all the shows on the Happy Jacks Network, visit happyjacks.org. My name is Kimmy. I am your lore master for this game. We are having such an amazing time. I love this game so much. This is my favorite day of the week. Um, just so you know, we are using safety tools. Everyone has an X card in front of them. Um, you can't see it, but it's there. We've also done lines and veils, and we do uh, stars and wishes after every session. Um, everyone at the table is aware and has access to all of this. Um, and let's go around and let's meet our amazing characters this week. Uh, let's start with Samantha. Hello, I'm Sam. I play Runa, who is a treasure hunter and sword wielder extraordinaire from Bree. Um, and she likes to smack things with her sword. It's fun. She does a good job with it. Also um, climb things. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Hi everybody, I'm Kai. Uh, I use he, they, and she pronouns, and I play Erland of Mithland, who uses he and they pronouns. Uh, if you can't guess by the name, he is an elf, uh, and he likes to read a lot of stuff and uh, try and keep this one from climbing things that they shouldn't climb. <laughs> All things are climbable if you believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even need a reason to. Uh, hi, everybody. I'm Jay, and I play Burl, Sausage Brandy Bottom. Uh, we both use he, him pronouns. Uh, and Burl is a messenger and um, a spear swinger extraordinaire, a hobbit cannon, as someone from our, pre yeah. our last session's <laughs> chat uh, mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> That's delightful. Uh, and I am Kadave, uh, playing Hanar, the uh, dwarf of Durin's folk. Uh, we are both he-hims. Um, and, uh, yeah. Super jazzed. Yeah. After slogging through fighting the fish monster. I know. Yeah, really. <laughs> that was an awesome fight. Yeah, we did a great job. <laughs> but anyway, he, it was a, a, a big fish. So, last time on The Unsung Tales... Uh, you were all in Anuminous, and you went forth with some of the Dunedain rangers to rescue some of their kinfolk that had gone out to the Hidden Isles um, on the giant lake that you had been at. Um, every four years, they go out there um, to fight uh, a giant monster. And for some reason, generally it's like every four years, for some reason the monster had uh, awoken early, so about two years early. So they were scrambling to go out and, like, defeat it and kind of protect the islands of their ancestors for, um, and were kind of caught unawares. So a smaller band than usual went out to do so, and they had not returned. Um, you went out with uh, two Drew, uh, Dunedain rangers named Celebrusk and Gastelian, and they uh, helped you engage plan very well like you had a, a big trap set you had a lure and everything um for this giant monster called the uh the doom of nanuil and 
it turned out to be like a giant, like from the depths, kind of inspired by the anglerfish from the deep, deep ocean um, with like a lure on its head and multiple eyes. It was pretty gross and it could walk, which is always fun and creepy. Uh, and you all had a fantastic combat. Some pretty close calls. <laughs> Sausage. <laughs> um, and yeah, you did, you were victorious. Um, so that's where we ended the last session is right after you had defeated this giant monster. Did I forget anything important? No. no. Okay. All right. Um, we're going to pick up right after your, um, your victory against this monster of the depths and dark. And so you are standing on the beach, this huge, like, 12-foot-high carcass is kind of doing what fish do because, like, they don't... They, they have real bones, but it's a lot softer, and they're not made to withstand, like, full gravity. So, like, this giant carcass is covered with moss, and it's just kind of, like, laying there, but it's sort of, like, in this strange smished... That is a very good descriptive term. Um, <laughs> like, just thing, because it's not able to, like, hold its shape, so it's kind of, like, sinking into itself. Not melting per se, but succumbing to gravity. Um, it looks like Calibrusk, um, he has uh, a little bit of, like, a scrape on his arm. Um, he's kind of uh, holding it. It's just bleeding a little bit. He doesn't seem to be in any um, real danger. And Gastelian um, was uh, working as an archer, so he wasn't directly uh, or hurt in, or injured in any way. Um, small reminder, because I didn't do it in my recap, but you had noticed before, I just want to make sure you don't forget, that there were some boats from the other rangers mm -hmm. that were Talk pulled up and hidden among the brush to the side. And a cave. And a little and a cave. cave. <laughs> yeah. yes. yep. So glad you remember the cave. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And uh, there you are. From out of the brush, where Erland was also safely away from the fray. <laughs> Uh, he comes running down to the beach. You, you're all all right? We're alive, I say, leaning on my spear. <laughs> oh, no. Before I, like, just topple onto my back. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Erlen is going to dive down and try and, you know, stop you from fully falling. Well, it's all right. Oh, I think fine. I just need a couple of days. Yeah. That, yes. That was some impressive fighting for all. Oh, you too. The flaming sword, my goodness. Thank you. I never get tired of that sight, you know. <laughs> it is a fun flaming sword. This thing did not like fire. No. <sighs> and I, I think, like, I'm, like, laying there on my side. Oh, no. Like, oh, pulling no. my armor off. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's, like, hard to breathe, even. Yeah. 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 I'll go over and help him. Hanar, do you need a hand? I... <laughs> I'm not going anywhere for a little while. <laughs> I need to rest. That fish smells really bad. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it really does. Yeah, let uh, me help you with that. And Erlen goes and actually starts picking up pieces of Hanar's. Yeah, just, uh, like, just like what's around where, where Brawl is laid out. Just like, let me pick up the pieces of Hanar's shields that were shattered <laughs> apart. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know what? Uh, I... I from where I'm lying, kind of just staring at the sky, my head just tilts a little bit and looks around until I make eye contact or at least see where Kalibrosk is. Mm -hmm. And I call him over to me. Okay. Hey, Kalibrosk. I point my spear at the fish. Mm -hmm. 
Was that the problem? Or is there another one that we need to deal with? The law forbid that there's another. As far as I know, there's only the one. And you have done an amazing job. We have set traps for this so many times, and the most we could ever do is beat it back. Your work with your spear, Master Hobbit, sticking it so it could not withdraw at the end. That was a master stroke. Well done. I raise my hand up from the ground, (laughs) and then it falls limply again. (laughs) He does the thing where he, like, reaches down, and they do, like, the the clasping thing. Do do you want to be pulled up or no? No, 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 no. Just give me a couple of minutes. Hours, days. He like he, he does it like an embrace. Then like well done. Sure. Yeah. Um. You can see already though. He's like glancing and um. He what he had gone up. We described last time. There's the beach and then there's like a bank. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Which yeah. Which is like one of the re- bank, yeah. Right. Which is one of the reasons you picked this spot because it would have made it really hard for the fish monster to like climb up the bank there. Um. He was up there looking around and already scouting to try and see if he could find any signs of his of his people. Mm-hmm. And I think I showed them the boats right before the fish emerged. Yeah, right away. Yeah. And so they are hopefully here, unless they're in the stomach of this beast. I know your people are known for subtlety, but what if we just yell for them? Uh, absolutely. Uh, and he starts, he starts shouting, um, speaking in a few different languages. Um, and what are what are, what are all of you doing? Are you still laying, Master Dwarf? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> yeah. I I can take everything off and I can walk. Oh <laughs> so I don't think anybody really wants that. Well, we're gonna so. we'll say that you have like the uh, Barbie and Ken built-in underwear type thing. So you sure, have yeah. like <laughs> no, I know yeah, undergarments. I, I, yeah. I'm not. It, it, the game does, mechanics do not include like oh well you're too in you're, you're uh, you know you're too encumbered to wear clothing. Okay, that's not it. But like I still like I'm kind of probably just sitting in the same spot in the sand. Like mm-hmm. okay, just breathe a little while. Yeah. <laughs> like if something bad appears from the cave or whatever, he'll push himself up on his axe and mm-hmm. be standing there looking a little desperate. But. <laughs> Where are you at compared to your load rating? Just out of curiosity. Uh, I mean, like if I take off my armor and everything, yeah, I'm okay. You're I can okay. Stand up and move around. Yeah. Okay. And just to clarify, we didn't have any wounds last time, so you no. are just weary. Yeah. Okay. Right. Perfect. I was down to one. Yeah. <laughs> I think sausage weren't you too? Yeah, I'm no. down to one, and yeah. like I would have to get rid of everything yeah. to yeah. be able to do anything. So okay. I think I at least want to hold on to my bow. Okay. And be away from the fighting. Yeah, absolutely. Is there any way that we can assist them since we haven't gotten yeah. this far before down? <laughs> um, they what they need is a short rest, yeah. which is generally about half a day, uh, usually around lunch. So, and then you get to recover your strength score and endurance. Um, you're, unless oh. you're wounded, but we're not wounded. So it would be probably, or and you can also. Uh, oh no, that's fine. Um, this is also when you can spend fellowship points to gain hope. This is the one thing I am going to push back on a little bit. I've been like super nice GM, like, oh, okay. Like from now on, to spend hope, you need to do it before you roll. Yes. You're not supposed yeah. to do it like after you roll. Mm-hmm. So I've been kind of wishy-washy on it and like wanting those like win moments. But I think we're getting com- comfortable enough with the system to play mm-hmm. as written now. And I want us to start like spending that hope and seeing how that mechanic really engages with all of you. yeah, yeah. yeah. Awesome. Um, so if you'd like to 
sit and like maybe make a meal and like like to kind of like rest and like boil some water or whatever you'd want to do um to start you can't really perform first aid that you don't mm-hmm. need to do a heel roll since nobody is wounded but just kind of like making a small camp to give them time to rest okay yeah then we do that. Absolutely. I think I'm also going to gather some, like, whatever kind of fragrant vegetation is nearby mm-hmm. and, like, make a little, like, firewall around the fish to kind of, like, <laughs> stave off the okay the smell of gross Absolutely. evil fish monster while we have a nice lunch. <laughs> yeah, perfect. No problem. <laughs> um... So, uh, Calabresque, uh, we, you've, you're getting ready and you're like, you both are probably, are you leaning against like the bank, the sitting up part? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so yeah. you've helped I'll them. I've dragged myself there. Yeah. Well, I think your friends. Yeah. We're, we're oh, there well, to help. Sure. Yeah. Fair. Your fellowship is for dragging you. <laughs> right, Come on. <right. laughs> um, so they've helped you and you're both like, you, you have as much of what you're comfortable have taking off, sitting around you. You're le- sitting in the sand with your backs against this kind of sandy bank. Um, it's very comfortable it's not like rocky it's um like what you'd expect kind of on the east coast mm-hmm. with like a little bit and then there's like the the beach grass up yeah. at the top um and um so you, you're just getting them into position when you hear some voices that are not the two rangers that you know like shouting back and it's echoing from inside the cave oh, oh. So, okay <laughs> um so and a tall, very tall, powerful looking woman strides out. Um strides maybe a little bit of an except she's limping out. She's mm. she has like the bearing as if she was striding forth, but she has what is very obviously a makeshift um kind of a um not cane but crutch. Crutch, mm-hmm. thank you for the word. Yes. Sure, sure. Crutch. Uh that she's leaning on um and her leg is messed up. Like, Mm. she has to be in incredible amounts of pain. It's been dressed as best as you can with, like, pieces of clothing and things like that. Um, But only because the bandages can you not. Like, you're pretty sure there's probably pieces of it that are are no longer there that should be there. (laughs) To stay away from gore, Mm -hmm. but just, like, like obviously the shape of her leg has been drastically altered. Mm. Probably, assuming. I think a lot of teeth. Yeah. 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 Um, fighting this very beast that you have uh, destroyed. Um, she goes and runs up and uh, hugs Hellebrusque, mm-hmm. um, just like the desperate hug of somebody who's like, you saved me, oh, you're here. Um, and there are some other voices from the, 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 um, the cave as well, but nobody else is coming out. Um, and they're speaking rapidly, very quickly to each other, um, and probably a tongue only Erland <laughs> knows. Um, and basically what you're kind of overhearing is that there's four of them still alive, two of them are barely alive, um, and of the eight, you know, eight were sent. And um, that she's just kind of giving him a rundown of what it is. Um, I hear the thing about the to being barely alive, and I look at my companions, fully fathoming how bad that was alone, mm-hmm. and um, I kind of look at all of them. I'll I'll be back. I'm going to go yeah. see what I can do. And yeah, no, go go help them out. We'll do be you, all right. Do you need assistance? We might need a bit. Yes. Yeah, I'll go with you. And he just gets up and starts running. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I will follow. Yeah. 
Michael Vannon. Michael Vannon. I am in awe of what you have done. I thank you so much for your assistance. I have so many questions, but I fear there is no time. I couldn't uh, we... help it over here. Do you do you need further aid? Yes, please. There are four of us left. Two are barely clinging to life. I am... She kind of like looks at her leg. I am the strongest of us and the one who is able to, to walk. Um, the rest of us, I was able to pull them into the cave so that the monster could not get to us, even though it kept trying. And you can see now that you're up there that like there are parts of... Uh, what kind of looked like dunes before that have like big kind of marks in it oh, where wow. the fish was coming all the way up and only because this cave is kind of small like it it, it was not able to enter mm -hmm. so it was it was hunting these mm -hmm. these dunadine once it you know took down their numbers sufficiently mm -hmm. um uh i am kellerwin um daughter of Kellagod. and uh I, I was the leader of this group that was supposed to protect our lands. I am second only to Telebrusk in these areas. Kellerwin, we are happy to lend whatever assistance we can to your injured folk. We've also set uh, the rest of our companions down by the beach with a fire, if you would like a place to rest in the warmth. Yes, yes, indeed. Um, it's been many days since I've had anything to eat, and... Hmm. Since I've had any moment's peace, I and she just kind of stares at the giant husk that's laying on the beach, like with kind of a little bit of like a, an open eye, just like glassy look, like just. But she seems she seems hesitant to even go down to the beach. Mm -hmm. um, if it's all right with you, I will, I will show you and introduce you to my companions who are in need of your aid. Yes, we yes. are out of all all. Uh, uh, items that would provide any medical assistance of any kind. We're fresh from the hospitality of your people, so we're happy mm -hmm. to help. She kind of smirks at that a little bit. <laughs> there are a few who would say such things, although it is truly in the heart of our people to be that way. Um, and she kind of like gestures, but like, go ahead. Like, I'm not going to be able to keep up with you. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Briskly. Yes. Um, Make a beeline for the cave. Yeah. Yep. You enter the cave. Um, it's pretty short. Um, if uh, it's probably like five and a half feet high. Oh. Yeah. So mm -hmm. some, most of you are going to be hunching quite a bit. Um, you're, you're you're still on the beach, but you would yeah, be yeah, would have been very comfortable. Totally comfortable. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, there's exploring it is still an option after you rest up a bit. Mm -hmm. um, and you see, it's kind of small. It opens up a little bit to be more wide, but not any taller. Uh, so this is not an ideal. Mm -hmm camping place yeah. for anyone other than maybe hobbits and maybe dwarves. Um, and you see on the floor, it's a little bit sandy. Um, there are three uh, Dunedain rangers wrapped in what is left of their cloaks. And you can tell some of their cloaks have been shredded to make bandages. Um, you can One of them is breathing very shallow and like the, his eyes are closed. And you just, you can just kind of, he's just got like a, a very, uh, pale pallor to his face, and you can tell that he's very close to death. Um, the one next to him is a woman, and she has um, like a, a, what's very clearly like a large bandage across, and you can see the blood seeping through it. Um, and then she's she's breathing a little bit more deeply, but she's very slow. 
So it's like almost as if she's like laying and concentrating. You can't tell if she's conscious or not. Um, and then the third is on the other side of the cave. And he has, um, uh, actually that one will be uh, they, them, um, kind of a, a, a giant uh, like wrap around his, uh, their torso as well. And their arm is like attached to it. So you're not quite sure where the body and where the arm ends, but it's all kind of wrapped together to try and keep it as um, immobile as possible. And they all seem to be. Uh, well, that one seems like to be going coming in and out of conscious, um, and that he and uh, they were probably the one that was calling out from the cave as well. Okay. Oh, by the light and the look of it all, we are lucky that we came to aid these people. Let's see what we can do. Yes. Um, and first things first, I'm going to start giving people water. Mm-hmm. They're probably dehydrated. Um, I do have that um, healing salve or whatever. Yeah, that, that's right. Um, oh, yeah. I forget her name. Our uh, lovely friend. In Creek's Crossing. In Creek's Crossing. Yes. Who I bring mushrooms to. Yes. I'm going to make good use of that. Whoever it's going to help the most. Goody Calvin. Yeah, Goody yeah. Calvin's healing up. Okay. Um, let's see. I kind of feel like whoever's in the direst need, I think. Okay. Yeah, the one that looks yeah. like they're on the edge of death. Is... Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's see if we can patch that person up okay. a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and we'll say... Uh, that you have like you have at least a little bit more cloth with you than they have and um so you're able to to t- use that and make bandages and stuff if that's mm-hmm. what you wish yes mm-hmm. um we're gonna cut to we're gonna ha- have you do some rolls with that in just a second yep. but i okay. do want to cut to the beach for a moment so you're both laying there kind of against the the bank looking at, because there's nothing else to see this giant monster and then this like just scenic, beautiful lake with this strange fog behind it. Um, what are you? What are you two thinking about? What are you discussing? What are you? What are you doing as you lay there pondering how close you came? Well, I think after a few minutes, I probably push myself up with my axe mm-hmm. and walk over to the fish monster, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to proceed to cut off the bubble. Oh, okay, <laughs> the lore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So like I'll just mm-hmm. hack it off and then I'll come back over with like a with like a volleyball under my arm <laughs> and sit back down and just plop it between us like there. Okay. I I look at it and uh you know I kind of like feel a little bit of a wave of nausea. Uh, cuz this thing is pretty gross. Sure, um, sure. but but then I, I you know I I take a deep breath and I ask you uh, uh what do you think we should do with the rest of that thing? Probably burn it. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to just push it back into the lake or yeah. let something else eat it. That's that's what I was wondering. Um, yeah, I mean, I think there is any chance this thing could uh, be used for more dark purposes. Well, I wouldn't want its foulness to be in the lake still. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know from whence it came, but... It certainly had the power to be here for generations. Yeah. So, Bur- burning it does seem like the thing to do. But uh, I figure this piece, 
<laughs> he pats it. <laughs> Might be useful. Oh, yeah, yeah. Better than a cask full of bone-eating fog. Yes. Um, I, I, uh, I, you know, like, this oh, quiet moment passes between us, and then I kind of, like, turn to you again, and I say, Dio, Dio, do the dwarven can sing about things like these? No, we, we, at least none in my family have ever. Mm. Our, our dark things are mostly in caves, not in water. And then I turn back to the cave where everybody walked in. <laughs> and I turn to you and I think, you think we need to check up on everyone back there? No, I, if there was something as terrible as this, we'd hear shouting um, right now. Yeah, one would think. <laughs> all right, all right. I suppose we should go about hacking this thing up so we can burn the pieces then, eh? Yes. Uh, okay, and grab my spear, hoist myself up. <laughs> Yeah, I will just slowly go to work. I, yeah, I wrap a scarf around my face and maybe like yeah. spread some of those fragrant plants, like in, tuck them in there, mm-hmm. and then I just start kind of hacking away with my spear, getting this thing ready to be disposed of. Yeah, um, you notice that when you cut off like the glowing lure bits, you kind of expected it to be squishy. It's actually not. Like it actually has the consistency of a stone almost. Yeah. Well, I think. I mean. Yeah. Considering how hard it hit. Yeah. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> so it's whatever it is, it's some sort of, uh, it's not that stuff. <laughs> Someone would have noticed for sure. Maybe. Yeah. Why is um, the special omnipotent? Yes. <laughs> it always knows where we are. Yeah. Um, but it, uh, yeah, it's about the size of a basketball and it's got this strange kind of opalescent quality to it, almost like a, a pearl or, or, or an opal, something that's developed mm-hmm. in, in water. And um, yeah, and it's got this strange glow to it. Um, it's much lessened now that the, the beast is dead. So it's not like literally glowing, but it does have a strange sheen when it, um, when it, um, when it catches the light. Sure, sure. That's, I mean, I, I'm just curious what it might be useful for yeah. down the road. Yeah. All right. Um, so uh, you, you're you're hacking into bits. You're successful. I'm not going to make you make any rolls mm-hmm. to cut a dead fish. Um, <laughs> especially because you're not trying to do it nicely or well. Yeah, yeah. Um, We're not trying to save parts and yeah, you are, um, dry monster meat ugh. for the trails or something. <laughs> yes. Um, the... So we'll say you've, we we'll, we'll say that we this is a little bit in the future because you need one hour of rest. So we'll say you've been sitting for about an hour while yeah. they've tended to them. So sure. while they went in and they're tending to them, that you've rested. So after that hour, um, you get to recover your strength score and endurance. So after okay. you've recovered that bit of endurance by resting for an hour, um, you now are able to hack this thing to bits and take that awesome trophy. Okay. Yeah, that's back to a reasonable amount, and I can hold things. Excellent. <laughs> like my axe. Yes. To be yeah, able to yeah, cut yeah, exactly. Just your own body weight. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so back in the cave, um, you are tending to these three. Um, Kellebrusque is also helping you. Um, and uh, Gastelon was, is waiting. Is he, he's not helping you cut up the thing, but he, he seems on, like, high alert. He's still mm-hmm. scanning. Mm-hmm. He is kind of 
playing guard for you, even though you haven't asked him to do such a thing. Mm -hmm. um, so he's it. yeah, he's standing with his bow, not draw taut, but like like low, like little ready. Strong, yeah, yeah, still strong. The arrow is in place, um, and he's like scanning. And he, you can tell, like he is um, excellent. He must be an amazing hunter. Like he 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 looks around and catches things um, that are happening around him, like mm. like an expert. So. Um, in the cave, I'm going to have you make some heal rolls. Okay. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm going to give you a plus one to your heal rolls that you use your cool ointment from okay. Goody Calvin. So plus one die. Yes, one okay. plus one die. Um, Sweet. But you don't have a ton of it, so I'm going to say you can use it probably twice, so you have to pick which Okay. Ones. I was about to say three, and I'm like, that completely defeats the purpose of limiting <laughs> it if you can use it on all of them. Yeah. So. Two of them. Um, okay. Um, I'm going to use it definitely on the the guy who's the worst off. Okay. Um, and um, the person that has the, like, mm -hmm. full body slash. Okay. And seeing you produce that, I'm actually going to um, kind of, like, rub my hands together and just a little bit of light gathers in my palms mm -hmm. and I'm going to use my peerless skill okay. on the last one and just kind of like use my elven light that was gifted to me by the Valar yeah. and kind of also like I'm still going to try and like actually heal them but mm -hmm. this is like something that he's done many times of yeah. just like let me give you some of the light that was gifted to me. Alright, awesome. Have you go first and we'll... Yeah. Ooh. I believe in you. Not great. I'm a little bit short on that one. Oh, okay. First one's a fail. Okay. Um, you're able to clean it a little bit, but, you know, they've been laying here for a couple days. Yeah. So you can tell while you're able to clean it out a bit, it's starting to to go wrong and it's starting to get infected. Um, so that there is a... a that's probably the most dangerous thing to them other mm -hmm. than like what the, the, the injury themselves were not life threatening, but now that they have this infection running through their body, that is the, I have a pitch that we use a fellowship point for those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, certainly. Yeah. Agree. Yeah, absolutely. So that will give one of you a, yeah, a hope point. Okay. That you can then spend if you want before your next roll. Okay. I do want to do that. <laughs> so that gives me an extra dice, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And just heads up, remember, all your um, fellowship points refresh between sessions. So. Okay, that is going to do it. I didn't get any sixes, but we succeed. Okay, so is this, are you are you working on the same person again, or have you moved on to the next person? I think, um, because I was working on that uh, the person who was the closest to death, mm -hmm. being that they are, like, even in a worse way than I thought, I'm going to continue to try and help that person. Okay, so you're going to use your salve, both of your salves on this person. Yeah, okay. I, think, I think he needs it. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, what, uh, how much did you succeed by? I succeeded by, uh, I got a 15 and I needed a 12. Oh, okay, perfect. And any sixes? No sixes, okay. unfortunately. Um, so you are able to, and you can, um, like, putting this salve, you have no idea what's in it, but it seems to be working. Mm -hmm. It smells, like, strangely, like, uh, kind of uh, sweet. Hmm. Um, but not in like a gross way. It's sort of like, uh, almost as if like if someone was baking muffins. Oh. So it's kind of an interesting smell like that, um, but a little bit more earthy. 
Okay. So it's you can just tell it's like a mix of all these different herbs and maybe some berries and who knows what else in there. Um, and as you kind of pack it on on his wounds and rewrap it, you can see that um, his breathing comes a little bit less shallow, and the colors just kind of return to his face just a little bit. Okay. Good. All right. Um, so I go to the one in the corner that has their arm, like, wrapped against their body, yeah. fully immobilized, okay. um, and I just kind of close my eyes, and this, yeah, this warm glow just kind of enters my hands, and it's not, like, light, per mm -hmm. se, but it's just, like, the, the little faint outline of stars, essentially, just fill my hands for mm -hmm. just a moment, and, um, I am going to just, like ask if it's okay if I touch them and kind of look at it and ask what happened very calmly. Mm -hmm. I'm assuming this was from the creature. Yes. And they are kind of like dropping in and out of consciousness a little bit. You can tell that they're grateful and they, they absolutely say, yes, like, please, you know, I'd be honored if, you know, and they seem like they're aware of what you're doing and in awe of it. Like they seem very humbled that you would bestow this on them. And as they fade in and out, kind of. I'm going to. <laughs> I already have one success for sure, and mm -hmm. I definitely do not make it on the roll. There's nothing to speak of there. Okay, We're yeah. just going to put those away. <laughs> yeah, no problem. <laughs> but I do have one success. Yes, absolutely. So you are, um, uh, you can just see, like, just, a, like, there's a, there was a tightness as they were fighting the pain, mm -hmm. and you can just see them relax, but not in, like, a bad way, like a, like, comfort, and, like, then the, they, too, their breathing becomes more sh more regular and stronger, their color is a little bit better, and they are, um, they're no longer fading in and out of consciousness. So, um, they, they start engaging you in, like, real conversation and thank you profusely. And, like, it, for them, it's a, an almost religious moment, so it's, it's a big deal for them. So, as they're, they're seeing this. And Erland, uh, also finds their shoulders drop mm -hmm. and kind of tension leave after seeing all of their friends horribly injured by this creature. There's a relief because there's not a lot that he could do for Burl and Hanar at the moment, but this was something that he could actually do and it kind of helped relieve some of the tension and the fear and the anxiety because lives are fragile. Yes. People are fragile. Yes. Um, so, yes. All right. So, all right. We're going to kind of wrap this up, I think, unless anyone else has anything they really want to do. Did you want to explore the cave, Sausage? Uh, I think I may want to save that for another time. Okay. I do not think I'm in any shape to, okay. to get into any more danger. Okay. Well, and it's not really a, like a full cave. This isn't sure. like a dungeon delve. Like it was pretty much all you saw pretty much all of it. It went back a little bit farther, um, but there's there's not a lot of stuff in there. So they, they pretty much were Anything that was in there was probably either destroyed and burned for fire or something like that if there had been anything in there. Um, it's more of a natural, like, cave than something that was carved or as a ruin oh, okay. or anything like that. Um, all right. Then we're going to kind of storytell our way out of this for a few minutes. Um, so you are you uh, help load the wounded on their, their boats. Uh, similar to what you did before, you tie the boats together. So those of you sure. who are able to row are able to pull um, kind of this uh, caravan of boats that are all tied together um, to back to 
anuminous and unload them and help um, uh, shuttle that. Well, it, it like more more rangers arrive and they're able to get safely to their their encampments um, with all of you. Um, so I feel like this is a good place. We talked about this beforehand about doing a fellowship phase. Mm -hmm. So the first part of this is you need to. Um, decide how long your fellowship phase is going to last. So it has to be at least a week. Not in real time, like not right now, but like in game time. Yeah. Um <laughs> three months. We'll see you all. Yeah. See you there. Later in the spring. Bye. Yes. Um, you need to decide first off uh how long it's going to last. Um and it's kind of uh this is a little bit easier for us right now because we're in the middle of like late spring, which is a fantastic time to be doing things. So you may not want to take like a whole season off, but you can take up to like a whole season if you'd like to. Well, we've still got other things to look into. Mm -hmm. And so I don't think I would want to take much more than a week. Yeah, a couple of weeks yeah, at most. Yeah, I would say like maybe two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. I think two weeks. Would you say two weeks? I would. Okay. <laughs> I've said it before and I'll say it again. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. <laughs> that is a very old joke from a game that is uh, longer ago than I care to say out loud. <laughs> where uh, we were playing a game and uh, we were told, we were given this huge quest to do and the uh, Dave's character randomly was like, oh, no problem. We'll get it done in two weeks. We promise to like this no, high lord. Two days. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, that's no, two days. That's right. <laughs> Even words. I blocked it out. We all just sat there going, uh, what are you doing? And the whole rest of the party's like, what? What? And I'm like, nobody else was talking. I got nervous. <laughs> in character. Yes, yes. Absolutely spectacular. Yeah. It was amazing. And uh, two, everything is never dramatic. Um, all right. Um... I think two weeks yeah, would two give weeks. us enough time to regather ourselves. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Rest, maybe find you a new shield. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. That kind of stuff. Yeah. I have all my notes right here somewhere, and I have to find them. Um, all right. So then, so two weeks, and that's right. It was two days. Gosh. And um, the next place we have to decide is where you're going to do this at. It has to be somewhere you've already been. Um, and uh, you get to kind of magic travel there, fast mm -hmm. travel, if you would, using um, video game lingo. And um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. And um, so you, you, we don't have to do the whole journey phase where mm -hmm. we like roll and, and go every few, few uh, hexes. Well, I think we only have three options of places to really go, which would be back to Creek's Crossing, mm -hmm. back to the Shire, oh, or back place, to Bree. Yeah. yeah. And on Creek's Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't really spent much time in our uh, our ruins Yeah, my, recently. My only thought about going to Bree instead would be they probably have more facilities to mm -hmm. do stuff. If we're looking to restock mm, and sure, repair yeah, things. Sure. Yeah. Creek Crossing is pretty yeah. spare. Yeah, it they're is. Not... But that would also mean longer travel if we wanted to go check out any of the other stuff that that's true. You know, when that, we get that, back on the road, yeah. that's yeah. true. I mean, I'm we, fine either way. Breeze always good. Yeah. You know, cheddar gets to visit cheese. So. Now, just just to kind of like this might help you in your decision, which is the only reason I'm interrupting the the discourse. Um, so when you're there, you're going to do undertakings, and a couple of the things that you can do 
Um, you can gather rumors. You can meet your patron. You can ponder storied and figured maps. I'm going to say that you are not going to be able to do that at Crease Crossing as that's what you mm -hmm. decide to do as a group. Um, <laughs> so strength and fellowship, you can obviously do that everywhere. Study magical items. It's also going to be a very limited supply in Creeks Crossing. And write a song, which obviously you can do anywhere. We're doing just a regular fellowship phase. So that's those are the undertakings you can do during a normal fellowship phase that is not a Yule fellowship phase. So if any of those... Uh, pique your interest, then um, you might want to adjust where you're going based on, on that. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, we do have those drawings of the room from the Palantir and yes. things like that that we mm -hmm. can look at that would also be like, like pondering. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ponder, Ponder subjects. Yeah. Um, which we already have with us. So if we really wanted to do something like that, there's less of a reason to go far. Um, I would make a slight case for Brie because we could use my grandmother's uh, kind of archive basically to mm -hmm. do a little bit of research for the other mm -hmm. mysteries we were going to look into. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's true too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Brie's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it is a, a journey back to the other ideas we have to go to, but kind of what we're good at. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Adventure. We made that journey once. We can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So you will be heading to Bree. Um, you also, this is when we were supposed to do your update uh -huh. and spend your points. We kind of uh, fubbed that a little bit at the beginning because uh, I was like, we're not doing a fellowship phase yet. I'll read that part in detail later. <laughs> Oops. Uh, so, yes, this is where you generally will perform updates from now on. If you have any points um, that you can spend you, for either um training or your um your proficiencies you can spend that now your adventure skills or your adventure points are both both things you can spend um and but please remember you can buy no more than one rank in any skill or combat proficiency at a time so you can't save it up and be like i can buy five ranks of so and so oh, i see does that make, but I think you can spend it on different things. Does okay. that make sense? You just can't be like, suddenly I'm a five-star hunter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that would be wild. Yeah. It would also be a lot of points. Right, so. yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and that is one thing we should kind of keep in mind going forward. We need to do fellowship phases a little bit more regularly. Yes. So, which we kind of did a version that's like a narrative. All the so we did our mini fellowship. Yeah. 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 All the important narrative beats of a fellowship phase were hit, and we just didn't do any of the mechanical pieces of it. Again, um, Kimmy, before we leave um, the Junodyne, mm -hmm. I think Runa would take some time to speak with Kellebrusque, mm -hmm. um and kind of like tell him about like her family's archive and like how they try to like preserve artifacts that they find in various places mm -hmm. and just offer him that if he, there is something that he thinks would be worth preserving and having people outside of here study mm -hmm. on the promise that they can come and get it whenever they want, uh -huh. um, that she would be interested in having something from here for the archive. Okay, absolutely. Uh, his attitude has completely changed to that that proposition based on 
the first interaction you had where he was very upset at you for touching things. Yeah. Um, and he actually seems interested in coming and seeing what you've gathered from other places. Oh, as well. cool. Yeah. Um, she would be super, super excited to invite him to like come and, and take a look at like what they have. Yeah. He seems, uh, I'm sorry, I'll do it in character. I rarely leave uh, the city, it is my sworn duty to protect it. But I am fascinated to see what your family has collected. So much of our knowledge is lost or passed down only through song or stories that we're not sure how much of it is true. If you have artifacts that can give us more insight to our past, that would be a phenomenal. We, I would love that. We would be happy to share anything we've gathered with you. Like, I know we got off on the wrong foot a little bit, but... He chuckles. <laughs> um... Really why my family and I do this is that there are things that are important in the world and having them grow dust in faraway crumbling castles and caves brings no more knowledge or growth to the world. So taking things from those places and keeping them safe or if they are merely expensive fancy items using that to help people the need in the world. Those are the things those are good for. You're wise beyond your years, young treasure hunter. Thank you. I appreciate you giving us the opportunity to help you here. It has been most illuminating. <laughs> uh, when he says that to you, he has like the kind of uh, uh, aura of someone who's much, much older than you. Um, even though it doesn't look like he's that much older than mm -hmm. you. Um, just like when he says, for someone your age, it's like it could be coming out like the same from someone who's like from your grandmother. It has the same kind of ring to it of someone who's lived that life and has earned calling you that. Um, and but there's no there's not a put down in any way. It's, mm -hmm. it's a genuine compliment. Um, there are some items that. I don't I, they aren't available at the moment, but I might send someone uh, for something that you can and your family would be interested in studying. Thank you. I appreciate that. I will let my grandmother know to have our best hospitality ready for you, although I will warn you her cooking is not very good. <laughs> he kind of does that, like, starts to, like, almost laugh out loud and then kind of catches himself and smirks. Well, heed your warning. Thank you. Uh, anything anyone else would like to do before you leave these fine rangers of the north? Nope. No, I don't think so. Turkey no. talks their ear off, but it's nothing mm -hmm. important. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they give you uh, what provisions you need to, and a boat, or we'll do two boats, uh, to go across the, back across the lake. Uh, you have a uneventful and might I say pleasant mm -hmm. sail back across, not sail, but like go across back the lake. It is tiring because this time you are having to row. <laughs> um, but <laughs> it seems like the wind is at least in your favor. And those of you who spent time on the ocean, even if you don't have a sailboat, the wind pushing just the back of your even small boats mm -hmm. helps a lot. Um, make it back across. Your horses look so happy. They've had a little mm -hmm. vacation. Um they have pushed down their little rope a little bit, and they've eaten a whole bunch of really yummy grass. And they are, yeah, they're happy. 
and ready to go on your adventure. Yeah. Yeah. And so you go to Bree. And uh, where would you like to go? You, end, you you arrive at the gate. What time of day would you like to arrive at the gate? I don't think around midday. Sounds I think, lovely. Yeah, I think yeah. I think you all arrive like late afternoon, early evening last time, right? Yeah. I yeah. Think so. yeah, I yeah. Knock on the gate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are you carrying that uh, like? For a lack of a better term, like crystal, the lure crystal. Uh, I, I think it's probably just tied to the pony. Mm. Okay. Uh, you know, just along with all of his other random okay. collections. Is it stuff. like covered though? Or do you have it? Yeah, well, I'd probably okay. wrap it in something okay. just to make sure it stays nice and doesn't get scratched up. Okay. But, yeah. Oh, it does have this strange kind of like glow you notice at night as you're traveling. Hmm. Like just a little bit. It's like. Um, the glow in the dark paint that hasn't gotten quite enough light. Like, is sure, it yeah, glowing? Yeah. Is it glow? Yeah, it's kind of. I would say Erland stays pretty wary of it. He's probably made a bit of a fuss, even if like he's not looked super closely at it. He's just like, I don't. I'm actually. It's gonna go on that side of the pony, and I'm gonna go on this side of the pony. <laughs> We're gonna agree to disagree, Orb. <laughs> sure, sure. But I'm not like taking it out and polishing it nightly, or no, no, no. nothing. Yeah, whispering yeah. to it in yeah, the night. Yeah, it's just like. <laughs> You look back and I'm just patting it <laughs> gently <laughs> as I ride. No, uh, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it's just tied up with all the other belongings. Nothing okay. nothing super fancy. Okay. All right. Um, you are, you, you arrive midday. Um, you get, uh, Runa, you get a very welcome, friendly greeting from, they're just on watch now. There's not... They don't, and they they've seen you before now too, um, and so they you just gotta hey welcome back as you walk through the gate this time. Um, where would you like to go? I think probably straight to your house. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Listen, we've been going for a little while. I think we should get a nice meal. For oh, that's fair. Uh, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yes. Okay. Stop at a tavern, get a good meal in. So that we can go, mm, yummy food. Mm. <laughs> when we go to your house. Yeah. So at this point, because um, it will probably determine where you go after you get it. Obviously, food is and drink is always allowed first. Um, you need to decide as a group what you will do for your undertakings. Yeah. Okay. okay. So the undertakings are listed on the cheat sheet that I gave you, I believe. Um, so you got gather rumors. Okay. Um, it is free for companies with a warden. Uh, receive a rumor from the lore master that they may prove that may prove useful in the company's adventures. You get to meet your patron if you have a company with a messenger, and that's for free. Um, meet one of the company's friends and allies when spending the fellowship phase in a location where the individual can be found. Your patron has a way of showing up everywhere, mm -hmm. so it's always exciting. Um, and if the patron is available for a meeting, you can ponder storied and figured maps. And I love storied and figured maps. That is one of my favorite phrases in anything ever <laughs> yes. I decided. Um, and it's actually from a quote, which is from, from Tolkien, which is amazing. Um, so this is like old, like like ancient maps that are put away, that have history to them, that have been recovered or found. Like the maps themselves, the lands they show are storied and the maps themselves are storied. So it's like... 
like treasure maps and things like that. This is not just, I go to the library and I pull out the atlas. Like this is an, a, a, a map that will give you clues to amazing things. Um, strengthen the fellowship. And that's free for companies with a captain. You may raise your fellowship rating by plus one until the next fellowship phase. Um, study magical items. <laughs> free for companies with a treasure hunter. Still free if you have two treasure hunters. <laughs> <laughs> And you get to learn the qualities of all marvelous artifacts and wondrous items in the company's possession. And you may also write a song, and that's free for companies with a champion. So compose a lay, or a song of victory for combats, a lay for councils, and a walking song for journeys. So these have a mechanical benefit mm. for those specific phases. Um, we haven't done a council yet, but a council is when you get involved with the local... <laughs> yeah, the local <laughs> happenings and politics in a way that's a little bit um, more official. So often if you're arrested or huh. things like that, um, or if you if there's someone who's on trial and you're wanting to work in their behalf, if you're trying to get something from someone, if you're asking them to give you, like you find out they have an item you need, something like that, um, that's when we would do a council phase. So they are rarer moments, but they are very important moments also. Uh, so what would all so, of you feel like you'd like to do? Just to clarify, mm -hmm. the things that are listed as you can do this for free if you have, mm -hmm. that's, so we can choose one thing and then still also perform these other things because we, we have. one free of the many free options? That yeah, we have, well, yeah, you all have to agree on one thing. Yeah. You all okay. get one thing. You don't, it, I, the note I sent in Slack was incorrect. Um, you all have to agree on one thing that is going to be your focus. Obviously, sure. narratively, you can also go get like your armor fixed and visit grandma and not eat her food right, and all right, those right, things. Right. But this is the one official Mechanical undertaking thing. you are taking mechanically. And then we get a free one, though, I believe, still. Like, of the free ones, but I think we only get one. Oh, I see. Yeah, so okay. we can either do the messenger thing, the the captain thing, or the mm -hmm. treasure hunter okay. thing for free. Let me look that up. My notes say the company chooses a single regular undertaking. And so, these would be the not regular undertaking is the... Yeah, the Yule undertakings are separate. You cannot do the Yule ones. No, no, no yeah. No, no. Well, there's a free... Just the way they're described as free, that indicates yes. to me that we yeah. could possibly do one in addition. Yeah, so we get to do two undertakings this fellowship then, right? Total. We get to the do... The company is entitled to choose one additional free undertaking based on the callings. Yes. Ah, right. okay. So you pick okay. one and of then... any type... And then, and then one from it, the free. Yeah, and then one for a free, yes. Gotcha. It's a okay. bonus undertaking that you Got get it. based on your job. Mm -hmm. It's like me having summer break off. It's mm -hmm. a bonus undertaking for my job. <laughs> I also don't get paid, but nobody ever brings that part up. So. <laughs> <laughs> mm. um, well, I, I, I think one of the things we should do is perhaps ponder... The maps and the drawings combo. Mm -hmm. I'm also know. super interested in what your weird fish lure is. I am too. <laughs> the, the, well, the second thing I was going to say is maybe items. the study the magic item yeah. thing yeah. and see what its deal is. Uh, but I'm totally open if anybody has any other case to make. I'm not. Especially if like it were actually mentioned to Erland that we would actually be studying maps. I don't think you could stop that. <laughs> um, and we'll probably end up doing that even if this is not our undertaking. <laughs> I think that's definitely a worthy undertaking. Yeah. Especially if we can tie 
some of our sketches and, and rubbings into the map, into what possible future undertakings we might want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't really think we need to gather rumors because we already have a docket so of things of to leads. do. Right. So. And also, I think that, um, like, the further away we get as we've traveled and things like that, um, I think that the concern, and Erland has, of course, voiced this repeatedly, that this was a creature of very old that is older than any of us, that is older than most of Erlen's kin, that shouldn't be here, and this growing darkness is something worth looking into. Mm -hmm. Okay. Those, that would be those the way to do it. Yeah. So pondered, ponder, yeah. story. Do we want to discuss this in character? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, I think the best course of action for our discoveries, given that this was a creature much older than I think even most of my kind choose to believe still walk the world, is mm. to look at what we have, study, learn our enemy. I'd like to know if it could be of use. Is that? Perhaps we could use it to detect other sources of darkness mm. or... or link it to some way to, you know, help us in the future. Rather than just smash us down. Mm -hmm. That is true. And, you know, that, uh, um, that beast El Aaron was talking about in the Dwarven Mines, I mean, after seeing this thing at the lake, I would like to learn a little more about it if we can before walking into that kind of situation again. I think that would be wise. If it's anything like we experienced in the lake, I would like to be prepared. I'm wondering if your family collection has anything different than what I've read, or perhaps what Hana's people have recorded from the area as well. We can absolutely check. I think any maps or personal accounts or artifacts we can, you know, cross-reference to see what we can figure out would be helpful. Something I'd be honored to do altogether. Mm -hmm. You will have to eat my grandmother's cooking again. I pretend very well. How delightful. <laughs> Maybe we should all get a meal first before we head over to your place. <laughs> I think that would be wise. A few polite bites is all it will take to keep her happy, but we should get in a real, real meal first. <laughs> uh... In addition, I, I think I'd like to bundle up a package with uh, the ornate vine carving that I took uh, and box it up and send it back home. Okay. Uh, like, uh, here's this example of amazing craftsmanship mm -hmm. in stone that is something that we don't do. Have at it. You know, like, analyze it, see what you want to do. Like, if it improves the art as a general thing, I think that would be wonderful. Awesome. Perfect. Absolutely. All right. So you're heading to grandmother's house we go. Mm -hmm. Okay. After a nice visit to a tavern with good food. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Hot bread. <laughs> Cold beer. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um, very good. And um, so yeah, you go to the Prancing Pony, have a very nice kind of uh, visit, and... Um, you fill your your bellies as much as you can, with the exception maybe of Hanner. Yeah. 
No, I mean, I'm not going to... Well, no, yeah. But I mean, you might... The, everyone else is doing it for the reason that they want to yes, be full. Be yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even if they, like, they do the thing where you, like, push the peas around so it looks like you ate a big chunk of them rather than, like... Yeah. Uh, I have a toddler. I know these things. <laughs> and, uh, and um, but... So you fill yourselves. Um, just a great, lovely... Especially after kind of the darkness you've seen on the road, being back in a place that is familiar and warm and mundane, but not in the like provincial way that mm. Creeks Crossing is, just a place that like shows how alive the world is. Like merchants and people with money and people without money and friends drinking who drink here every night and friends drinking who haven't seen each other in years. Mm. Like this ruckus in a pretty large, you know, town. Um, that just kind of uh, invigorates you and kind of reminds you what life is again, um, and and that there are there is darkness, but there's also wonderful things too, and there's a reason for fighting the darkness. Um, so in this part, you also get to um, make sure that you. There you go. Uh, you you get your um, hope score and heart back. Awesome. <laughs> and I'm assuming we can refresh our endurance over this whole period as well. Uh, yeah. So you've had, you. We'll just say your endurance is back up because you've had. Sorry. We've done the magic travel. You've had mm -hmm. many like nights full of, yeah. nights of rest and things like that. So you're back. You're back up. Awesome. So yeah, so recover your hope equal to heart. Um, and none of you have any shadow yet, so we don't have to mess with that. <laughs> it was a close thing a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. Oof. All right, so you arrive. Um, and just kind of like specifically, like kind of out of character, describe to me, like why you chose the undertaking and specifically what you're looking to get. I think because Erland was, you know, rambling on and on as we traveled about um, specifically Morgoth and the weight of shadow, and that um, probably mentioned quite a few times at this point that the elves believe that that evil is gone and that. It's something that has kind of stuck out in his mind. Um, and there is, in our mixed groups of knowledge and things like that, a possible answers to where all this darkness is coming from. And mm -hmm. so studying what Hanar can bring, what the hobbits know, what the people of Bree and adventurers know, and like all of my elven knowledge all mixed together, hoping to maybe find... Mm -hmm. something about why all of this darkness is rising. Okay. How many of you had, um, your characters, not you, um, heard of Morgoth before? Just FYI, the thing you would have been told is, so Sauron is the ultimate evil. Uh, Morgoth is his boss, who was even worse in ages before. So he was actually one of the Valar, the gods, mm that turned evil. Um, next to him, Sauron is like a small speck comparison servant to him. Um, 
So Sauron and the, the darkness is probably something that, like, definitely the dwarves. I don't know about the hobbits. I mean... Probably pro some stories, yeah, but yeah, you weren't really like involved. Cautionary yeah. tales and, like, scary stories to, yeah, Maybe keep a kids little in bit Sauron. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the barding, bardlings, probably some, um, especially... Um, with uh, King Bard having mm. some noble lineage mm -hmm. and Smog the Dragon was definitely one of um, like the, the agents of the darkness okay. in the olden days. So how much of it is super accurate and how much of it is, <laughs> you know, you know, passed down as stories to, to like you said, to frighten children mm. and, you know, uh, people forgot bits as they were telling it and things like that. It's like playing telephone over the centuries, mm -hmm. but you mm -hmm. have some touch of it. Um, so this is, uh, probably a little bit unsettling to know, or, you know, uh, like actual facts from someone who is old enough to not have, not have been with Morgoth, but have like known or, and lived during a time where the direct, uh, uh, his evil was still influencing the world, if only by his agents. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. he was like the main evil bunch of evil Sauron was like his captain and so there was still that like kind of line and influence sort of like a um, an infection that can't be completely cured because there's still bits of it around and I I, I legitimately don't know the it's answer totally to this fine. out of character um during the whole elf human war against the forces of Sauron the first time mm -hmm. What was up with the dwarves? They they fought as well. Some of them. Some okay. So, yeah, so it sort of depends specifically which group of of dwarves uh, were there. Um, a lot of the times, the dwarves kept to themselves. The dwarves did actually fight a lot in the first war against Morgoth, the oh, okay. really big bad. So they and some of some of them were fairly reticent to again. Mm -hmm. And by the time um, the forces kind of came to you know the last alliance. It was sort of the big last hurrah. Like, it was do or die time. It looked like everything was going to fail and Sauron was going to be victorious. So there were some groups that were like, oh, if we stay in our mountains, maybe, you know, we'll... They'll just leave us alone. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, that they're also fighting things that were deeper in the earth as well that the people above did not care about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure. So the darkness was bringing things out. We have and our own problems down here. Yeah. And I don't remember exactly, but Sauron did send forces specifically to take care of the dwarves. Um... During that particular during that particular age as well. So gotcha. while some were there, others weren't. Everybody always focuses on the elves and humans. I'm right. sorry. Which, no, no, no. And I, that's why I was like, I yeah. actually, no. Yeah. Which is, you know, causes some animosity sometimes. All right. Any other lore questions? Not, most of it's stories, so it's not going to totally be applicable here, but. Well, no, and, like, I don't plan for Hannah to suddenly go, oh! No, no, no. <laughs> you know. But and it's an important question. But, and, yeah, you yeah. Know, from, you know, a, a very important culture from this from this world. So I, I think he probably knows more about, like, the Morgoth lore. That's probably what's talked about more. Mm -hmm. And then, look, we've spent hundreds of years dealing with all of the garbage down below that is still here, I you know. Mm -hmm. They the, they did things up here too, but obviously ours was worse. <laughs> <laughs> obviously. Absolutely. 
All right. Okay, so you head over um, to uh, you don't have to roll or anything for the undertaking. So okay, cool. Um, so you head over to uh, grandma's, uh, grandma's house. house. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we if we uh, gave it like a name. Um, she has a name, which I obviously forget. She has but, a name. But, uh, <laughs> I don't think the house has a name. Okay. It could. We do seem like the family that would name our house. Yeah, she you totally do. named the house. Um, let's see. My notes. There's so many names. I know. So many, so They're many everywhere. names. Three. Ah. Um... Ingrid of Bree is your uh, grandmother. Yes. Okay. And Valdis of Bree is your mother. She was out mm -hmm. of out of town last time, but it's possible she'll be there as well. Okay. Hmm. And chat suggests we call it Grandma's House. Os. <laughs> not. No. I'm ex-carding that for home. <laughs> um, so yeah. So Ingrid is the grandmother. Valdis is the mother. And you knock on the door. You have a knocker. Oh yeah, okay. it's got like a ornate, like metal knocker that has like a face with filigree. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, so makes a nice ominous sound. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, Valdis actually opens the door. So you probably I don't know if any of you have met. Have you any of you met? Runa's mother before. She's still like an active, fairly active adventurer. She's technically retired, and Runa's technically taken over the family business. Um, but she's retired in the way my mom is retired, where she, instead of actually just doing things she wants, has procured a number of volunteering jobs that she didn't get paid for. <laughs> so this is the same sort of thing where... <laughs> <laughs> where Valdis is going around and doing things and helping people and, you know, uh, trying helping with monster problems, trying to help people with ruins that, you know, they can't get into, things like that, um, just without the actual income that comes with it often. <laughs> mm -hmm. um, so describe, have, so have any of you met her before? I think I probably have. Yeah, I think I probably have just coming through. Okay. I'd go visit everybody probably a little bit too much. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what do you think, Sausage? Yeah, I think we've met. Okay. Yeah, I think I've been around often enough that probably, I've like, at least run into... You probably spent more uh, time with Ingrid because yeah, she's yeah. there more, but yeah. um, but met Valdis in, in passing. Yeah, 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 exactly. I think I've probably met her more not here. Yeah. Like okay. out on the road, traveling mm -hmm. around from town to town, you know. It was the, like, oh, hey, you know. <laughs> like unsuspecting, you're riding along in your pony and you just, yeah. <laughs> From like ridiculously far away, how the voice just seems to magically carry. It's just amazing how she does that. Just the most amazing diaphragm. <laughs> anyone to, sing, to yell. Um, and to sing. Yeah, and to sing. And she does have like a good, strong, like kind of deep, like alto voice, mm -hmm. um, none of like she's she doesn't do well with like soft songs. But if you ever need <laughs> uh, a ballad of a hero sung, just like her whole heart into it, um, holds pitch pretty well. Um, doesn't hit the high notes super well, but it's like 
uh, like it kind of gets that that earthy like 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 of the earth kind of sound mm-hmm. that everyone really wants to get in there like Irish music kind of like that mm-hmm. gravelly sound that like breaks your heart when they sing oh. sad songs um, smoking and, whiskey yeah exactly <laughs> um, but somehow just manages to tap into like that emotional elements um, like kind of like a, a Johnny Cash type of thing <laughs> Where it's just it. like the, the Johnny Cash. <laughs> yeah, not not quite, not, <laughs> not quite that amazing, but like that same sort of like when she sings or when she talks, she has that voice that just has the like experience mm. and and just comes with the lessons of life imprinted on it. Um, and as I described her before, she has long, what used to be red hair. Like there's still like kind of like some reddish parts of it um it's going gray it's kind of a, a mix which made it which makes it like a much lighter kind of reddish color um looks very similar to runa um <laughs> but just uh a little bit older it's like looking into my future yeah <laughs> uh, uh, runa and she's just gonna like throw her arms around you and Runa returns the hug with just as much vigor. Yeah. Like, if they were, like, smaller, more frail people, they would crush each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, and, yeah, she's got, like, muscles. Like, she's, like, a um, like a very in-shape person. She is not, mm. like, letting herself um, relax into retirement in any way. She probably can still, you know, uh, match you a pace to climb up a cliff. Like, I'm she's, sure. she's still there. Or at least in her own mind. Yeah. She may not ever actually try that. <laughs> welcome, welcome, friends. Oh, you are just in time. Mama's just finished dinner. Oh. <laughs> oh, good. We've just come off a long journey. We did have a late lunch, but oh. um, I'm sure we've got a little bit of room. Oh, absolutely. It'll be mm-hmm. fine. We can just, we'll just leave it on the counter. It'll be a little bit like room temperature. It'll be even better that way. Exactly. Come on in. <laughs> I'm surprised to find you here. Yes, I'm surprised to find me here, too. I actually just got back a few days ago, and uh, I was helping a township. A a farmer had found a cave in his land while he was uh, trying to to build a new building. He was pulling out some of the stone and found a deep cave. Uh, Had a few trinkets in there. Nothing nothing too worthwhile, but... uh, He's able to sell his farm and move, so that was exciting for him. Awesome. Yes. Uh, nobody's in, you know, needs to buy a farm, right? No. No. Okay. No, I'm fine, thank you. No. All right. He asked me if I wanted it. I tried not to laugh in his face. I failed. I laughed in his face. <laughs> you um, a farmer. Right. <laughs> and you imagine. Oh, oh, it's very, very kind. That's cute. Yes, it's very, very cute. <laughs> uh, so, come in, come in. So, what, what are you doing, Bree? Uh, well, we need to restock, um, repair some things. We bought a giant fish monster. Really? Yes. How oh, giant is giant? It was big. Taller than Runa. Big as a house. Big as a house. Well, now, <laughs> like this must be twenty feet tall. Easily, it had. Wait, three three pairs of eyes. 
And then one of those dangling yeah, ones in the front. And I'll show, oh. show our, our gracious hostess. It had a crystal ball? That yes. was attached to its head from a long tendril. Yeah, imagine taking that thing and swinging it at someone like a it, flail. Indeed, it used it. May I? Well, certainly. She picks it up and then she starts swinging it like she was imagining. <laughs> <laughs> it is oh. quite, sol- it's quite solid, I assure you. It, it's strangely light, but very solid. This would hurt with yes. any force, but yes. Indeed. Wow. <laughs> well done. It's strange, though. Kind of glows. It is yeah. a little strange. We mm. are going to take some time to study it. Mm. Yes, yes, we should. And she turns around and starts walking. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Oh, that's Hanar's. Oh. <laughs> dinner, dinner first. Oh. Dinner first. Yeah. Yes, of course. Um, and we met uh, some Dunedine Rangers and oh. a ghost. We a, a, ghost. a ghost, goodness. Like a, a good ghost? Did you kill it? Well, I guess well, you can't kill a ghost, but you know what I mean. Vanquish it. She was very nice. She actually gave us a song. Oh, a, a song. Mm-hmm. A song of her people. Oh, good. was it a nice song? Or they, is it sad? A bit sad. You know, I'll kind of hum a few bars. But very pretty. Oh. Of the song. That is lovely. That's strange. I feel like I've heard that before. Can't think of it, but mm. goodness. Well, that's nice. Most of the ghosts I meet are trying to kill me, so I guess I've never <laughs> never met one that gave me a song. She was very kind. Absolutely. The High Lady of Numenor. Oh. That kind of, like, brings her down from, like, her just, ah, like, mm. boisterous. Mm-hmm. But Ghost of Numenor. Goodness. Where, where were you? A Numenos. Well, we should sit down to dinner so you can tell me more. <laughs> this is fascinating. So, sit down. I have the tail. <laughs> I very specifically, like, pull up a seat next to her. Okay. And I, like, got to puff my chef, chest up and, and start, you know, like, telling oh, the story. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. Um, and, uh, yeah, she's wrapped with attention. Suddenly, like, the, the, the mention of a Numinous and Numenor and ghosts from this bearded, like, captures her like interest in a way where she suddenly is letting everyone else do the talking in the conversation, mm. which is not her general mode. Um, and you pass the the meal describing um, everything that happened and the events. And she asks many questions and it's lovely. She tells you a little bit of the other things she's been doing just to kind of catch you up. Um, and then at the end of the meal, um, she, by then I'm going to say, because you went to the, you showed up about midday. Mm-hmm. You ended up at the tavern. You spent a few hours there, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Telling stories, here. too. Yeah, it's probably at least evening now. Probably mm-hmm. not too far past dusk, but it's like probably into the, the solid evening now by seven or so. Um, so she goes and she starts to help um, uh, Ingrid, your grandmother, like, clean and, and put things away after the meal. Um, and they bring out... Uh, a bottle of wine and a jug of something else that is beer. Um, Wait, her grandmother brews as well? <laughs> Hold on, yeah. Well, they picked they, up a hobby. Yeah, she doesn't brew, but uh, oh. it, it tastes like beer. They actually, they're dr- the things that they always have to drink are actually very high quality. Mm. So this is a, a beer, but it's got this strange taste that 
is you're not used to, especially in brie. It's got yeah. this uh, a little bit of a a flowery note, but mm. also something that's a uh, uh, it's an more... IPA, an Isengard Pale Ale. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, Tom. <laughs> Back to town. Funny though, <laughs> yeah. I appreciate it, even though we're not, <clears throat> we're not keeping it. <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just got like this, uh, this. It's it's like uh, so beer is sort of like like drinking bread, is a for good beer, and so I kind of like kind of describing it as like it's got some floral tones and also. Just like it sort of smells a little bit, um, like <laughs> did you type <laughs> the label? Is, the label is just like a white handprint. <laughs> I'm sure this is the It should if it doesn't. If it doesn't, it's incredible, awesome. remarkable. It. Um, but it's sort of it's, it's interesting. The smell of it kind of reminds you of the ointments. That ah. you got from Goody Callum. Okay. So I, it may cool. just be a coincidence. It may just be similar herbs that are in this part of the world, but mm -hmm. it just kind of for a moment gives you kind of that, oh, like, mm. like caring and kind of like, like healthful vibes. Okay. Awesome. Uh, so yeah, so they break mm -hmm. out the drink and then they're kind of off cleaning. So the four of you are left alone at the table. That was better. The food? A little bit, yeah. It's the salt. <laughs> it's the salt. The next time I pass through someone with pepper, it'll be great. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The beer certainly helped. Yes. That's true. And the wine is quite good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Always. So, we're going to rest then and regroup, gather our things. I think take a look at some maps and documents with fresh eyes <clears throat> in the morning. I think I'm going to spend quite a bit of time in your family's library. <laughs> Please, my grandmother would be so elated. I think I have some work to do, given how frequently I've gotten us lost. <laughs> I will apologize in advance for her organizational system. I, I'm aware. <laughs> at least it's not in color order any longer. <laughs> No. <laughs> but she has ordered it uh, according to her favorites. I'll, I'll find something. It begins with uh, things that make her happy and ends with sad. I'll start at the sad end. <laughs> That's probably the most useful for us at yes. this point. Oh. <sighs> And what of you? What will you be doing? Um, besides, I have a few things to catalog into the mm. archive, um, and then after that, I think taking a look through my family's accounts of adventures to see if they've encountered anything like this beast that was described to us. If I can get more information on it, maybe we can form some tactics. Before we go, I would like not to go in quite as blind as we did to the lake. Indeed. What of you, Master Hobbit? Oh, well, I've got some people that I'd like to catch up with here in Bree. Um, but yeah, I certainly want to look into other 
nasty things that we might we might have to be prepared for prepared to deal with i didn't realize that the darkness would be quite so big <laughs> and hard hitting and if there's if these things are awakening ahead of schedule at least i would certainly like to find out what else there might be staring in the ground or in the waters of our lands a darkness as tall as the sky Ooh, i shiver at that may it never come again And what a deep in the earth. Yeah. I think I shall take this lure and visit some of the skilled artisans in town and see if they know anything of this material or what it could be used for. I'll start with that. Please let us know if we can help in your endeavor. No, oh, indeed. Perhaps once I have some more knowledge of what this may be, then we can reference in the library as well. It's hard to just look up fishbowl. Fish, mm. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, indeed. You'll only come up with one of my grandmother's worst recipes. Ah. <laughs> <clears throat> <sighs> I think the only way to cure this darkness is the music. <laughs> now you speak in my language. <laughs> yeah. Should we have a song before we retire? Yes. Yeah. I don't think we've rightfully properly sung about what we've done. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Seems like a thing that deserves a song. Maybe a little bit of practice tonight and then a performance before we leave town. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> it could be fun. The band is in town after <laughs> all. <laughs> oh. All right, so you are writing a song? Or are you no, just we're, uh, we're Yeah, just, we're just singing. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. Mechanically, yeah. no. Mechanically, no. Are we? Yes. yes. <laughs> so I am totally fine with you having narrative songs as much as you want, and you don't need to like mess with that. Um, and uh, I'm gonna have sausage. I'm gonna have you roll song for us. Oh, okay, sure. Uh, let's see. That is favorite, and I have two ranks. Yay! So, um, possibly be why I picked you to roll for it, everybody. I I'm gonna burn a whole point in that since we restored some. You know what? Mm -hmm. Just just because. Okay, that's really. Uh, I I have a great success. Ooh. Ooh. Um. So yeah, as you are playing, um, you're able to, yeah, uh, and you're writing a song about your your battle with the the monster, right? Yeah. So you're able to, uh, weave together like the perfect rhymes. Like mm -hmm. it just seems to flow perfectly easy. You get this tone to the song that sort of 
you probably don't realize it, but if someone else was listening, it would kind of reflect like the lapping of water on the lake. Mm. <laughs> and it's kind of ties in this this like kind of rhythmic beat of like what you what would be the waters. Um, and just subconsciously, um, there are parts where you have similar note um notes to the melody mm. of the song from the ghost awesome. so Ooh, consciously of, yeah you know just what? like kind of weaving it in there I, I i include a lyric about how not all sources of light mm -hmm. bring light to the darkness mm. because of that lore mm -hmm. you know being lit and kind of having to be vigilant about what looks like light but is in truth something that comes from places much, much worse. Right. Um, so, uh, the, so that you wish that the light may endure, sometimes mm -hmm. in darkness, fell light can be a lure. Mm, and so wow. Hey. Like, hey. Oh, hey. <laughs> good Lord. Inspiration. <laughs> I have a band. Um, <laughs> so similar to that. So mm -hmm, kind of mm -hmm. uh, about how Everyone speaks of the light, but sometimes when you're in the dark, sometimes you're so willing to go after what seems like light, right. it can actually lead you into danger. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So to be wise about what you follow for the light. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, I can write that song now. Yep. <laughs> um, and yeah, perfect. And then so you have a lovely evening um, playing music, writing this song, and then taking your rest. And you get up early the next morning? Do you, what would you like to do? I think Erlen wakes up the next morning in full scholar mode. Is just like, <laughs> I'm now in my element again. There's no more horrible fish. And I'm going to go read books. And that's pretty much most of his plan, to be very clear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to uh, find pieces of paper and maybe some like pencils or charcoal pencils or something. Mm -hmm. I'm going to start uh, s sketching everything that I can remember from our adventure um just as best as i can like from memory especially that fish i mean like start drawing pictures of the fish as best i can i'm not great but you know details of the mouth details of the eyes the fins the lure just as much as i can you know set down absolutely can are uh, very quiet well i think i'd wait until business hours <laughs> uh and then head off into town and and start you know, the first sort of craftsman shop, maybe like a, a gem cutter, you know, to start there and, and bring it in and say, you know, do you know what this material is like? It, it looks pearlescent, but mm -hmm. can it be used for such? I mean, obviously it's huge. Mm -hmm. um, mm. It would make a hell of an earring. <laughs> 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 but, uh, you know, uh, if, if it's maybe someone that could do a hardness test mm -hmm. on it, if they have the right tools, that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, well, let me see. They take some, and, and like they do some like little scrapes of it and things like that. It's so strange. It's the same consistency as a pearl, but it uh, it's 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 somewhat opaque. And it glows a little. I would not recommend you ask someone to try and, and cut it in any way, like a gem. I don't mm. think it would withstand. You might be able to split it in twain, 
but you would not be able to to fashion it into any sort of prism. Um, nor does it seem quite uh, clear enough to do such. Where does the light come from? Uh, the the origin of this piece is uh, from a, a magical place that has much storied lore to it. He quickly hands it back to you. <laughs> yes, yes, I know, I know. Uh, I don't believe it is any danger uh, or it has any particular properties hmm. that are going to do anything like that, but I, I wanted to know more about the physicality of it, which was your expertise. <laughs> okay, yes, uh, I think it's I think it's fine. You should be fine carrying it as you yeah. go. Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate your help. Yes, of course. If you have any actual gems, bring them back. Oh. Um, but that might be better off being taken to, I, I don't know, a, a wise woman or someone who with more knowledge of magical things than I. <sighs> Absolutely. I intend to ask the very next one I come across. Yeah, I mean, per perhaps you can find a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> yes. One never knows, right? <laughs> I mean, that one thing, where's the gray, what, what is his name? But and he comes through every once in a while. Everyone blathers about his fireworks. Hmm. Shire folk get the most of them, it seems. Hmm. Perhaps, perhaps. And I'd probably tuck it back under my arm yeah. and, and head out. Mm -hmm. uh, while I'm out, I specifically would like to go and find a craftsman that could make a new shield. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then specifically a pair of new helms. Okay. So, as you're heading out, like a hobbit and their family walks in and no. says, Confectioner, your finest candies, please. <laughs> okay. He looks very confused. <laughs> that was, remember the rock the candy? The, the rock, rock candy, candy? yes. <laughs> mm -hmm. I do remember. Yes. <laughs> I just was like, I think Hanar had a moment in character of being like, did I just bring this back down to shop? Ah, this is what he didn't understand. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and no wonder they're very confused. <laughs> but glowing candy would be worth something. Oh, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. uh, All right, yeah, yeah, so you're able to do that. Um, and uh, so you're able to get a... There, I mean, Bree is kind of the biggest city of like humans around. If you were to travel to the dwarf mines or specifically to like Mithland you, or Rivendell, you could probably find a better smith, but this is going to be like the highest quality you can get for quite sure. some ways. Mm -hmm. um, so they're able to do just about anything, maybe not up to dwarven standards, No, but it's serviceable we'll yeah. and it looks nice. It's not embarrassing. Like, you wouldn't be embarrassed to wear this home. <laughs> sure. <laughs> sure. Um, and they even do like some designs. So if you wanted something specific on there, you could you can pay for such if you'd like. I'd probably have them put the loops in the back of the shield so I could put my. Okay. Um, but they're just leather because they're humans. They're not gonna know how to make locking cogs. Mm. But <laughs> it's fine. Yeah. Okay. And so you have now two helms. Yes. And then I head back to the house. Okay. I think. Um, and we'll just, for mechanics' sake, use the same stats as your previous set. Yeah. Um, I didn't the... have any magical stuff to do. No, no, no. Um, 
But uh, what is the one thing about this shield that just keeps reminding you that it's not your your other shield? I think it's probably proportionality. Like, it's just slightly wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, wearing it on my arm, if I move my arm quickly, it, I keep nicking my knee, like the outside of my knee a little okay. bit. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's it's going to take a while to, like, change the muscle memory yeah. kind of thing. But, okay. yeah, it's just slightly too long and a little bit too narrow kind of, mm -hmm. of design. All right. While in the library, Erland has set up shop, taken out all of their notebooks and all of their good inks and quills and all of the nice paper and everything is all laid out and all of the books that he's managed to pull off of mm -hmm. the wall and make any kind of sense whatsoever of the books that are there mm -hmm. um, and has started to make notes but then get got distracted and was looking through books of their own and while we are there... I'm actually going to spend a lot of time studying elven maps in particular okay. um, because I'm going to up my valor and gain an elven ability that is attached to that. Okay. Um, uh, up my wisdom, the other one. Um, and we'll be um, spending the time to... I just had it open. It is called Memory of Ancient Days. Ooh. Um, and it will give... Us favored roles on our journey rolls. Nice. Uh, anytime that I am involved in the journey roll. Excellent. Nice. I will make a note of that for sure. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, is this counting as your ponder stories and figured maps as well? This is just my leveling up, and, and mm -hmm. I'll be doing it's all of those things. Okay. Uh, it's just I'll kind of it. all rolled in. I, I, everything that I picked was all kind of rolled into the same thought. Okay. All right. Absolutely. That's a very, very nice addition to everyone's everyone's game. Thank you. Again, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Again, he mm -hmm. felt very bad about being very bad at traveling. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, I could just do this, but I think when he's on his own, he just wanders. Yes. It doesn't have to be good at it. So when he's with other people and there's suddenly like horses and a bunch of other he's very bad at it. <laughs> It doesn't matter if you get distracted and go the wrong way when you're all by yourself. Yeah, and he's literally out for a wander, so yeah. it's, it doesn't bother him. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, wait, people need to go places on time. <laughs> right. It, it's, it's like when you're at a store and they're like, did you find everything okay? And you're like, I didn't come in looking for anything in particular, but I bought $300 worth of groceries. Yes, I found everything. Yes. And that's him in yeah. all of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Sausage. Um, you know what? Uh, I, I'm going to say that um, uh, as the days sort of pass, I the ache of being slammed by this thing's lore, I still feel it. You know, it, it I it's going to take me a little while to recover from the bruises. And so I go over and I get my shield reinforced. I'm going to spend um, eight adventure points to add that quality to it. So I'm going to make scutcheon an even better shield, okay. uh, eh, which will increase my parry rating by one. Um, and then every once in a while, like, you know, as I kind of go in, you know, come and go about Bree, catching up on, you know, the local um, town guard and mm -hmm. whatchamacallit, having, having, uh, having Cheese visit his sister, uh, I'll kind of peek my head into the library and see how you're doing. And I'll kind of just check in. Like, I, 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 
is there anything I could help you look up or anything? You know, did you find anything interesting? Any 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 other readings about these things of shadow? As I've as I've started, I've begun to honestly delve into parts of my own people's history that I have not done much reading on. Um, the elves that traveled further north were not something that my people concerned themselves very much with, if I'm honest. Mm. Um, I don't know. There's a lot of politics among <laughs> the elves and how much of that is trickled out into the wider world, but um, my people have mostly stayed at the sea for as long as we've been here, mm -hmm. with very little exception. So um, the wider world is a wonder, and I'm both happy and sad to know that your people didn't mm. hear much of the war before, but I'm curious what stories have made it. Uh, everything that I've heard, they've just been superstitions. Fairy tales, um, scary stories told around a campfire to elicit a gasp of wonder from those who are willing to listen. I don't think my stories are going to be of much help. Uh, the things we obits worry about are definitely not horrible things like that we faced. Well, I take it as another part of the hope of your people, that you mm -hmm. don't tell stories of the darkest of days. Yeah, it's a, it's a hope that I keep, that it's going to stay away from the Shire. I'll but, do my best to help you keep that hope. Well, that'll be on all of us now, won't it? Passage, <laughs> is it troubling to you that what comes off as hope to other uh, groups in Middle-earth might be you're starting to realize um based on ignorance yeah oh very okay. much so very much so that has been weighing on me again like every time every time you know uh every time i'm in the bath and i kind of like see the bruise on my side and like i've never seen a hobbit with anything that bad on them mm -hmm. you know and then thinking back to the dunedain and how horribly mangled they were. Like, I've never seen a hobbit that badly hurt. Right. You know? And um, yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Absolutely weighs on me. Have you ever... Because um, the hobbits are one of the newer kind of species mm -hmm. in, in Middle-earth. Um, as far as kind of their recognition of mm -hmm. the peoples of, of Middle-earth. Um, have you ever really considered... And maybe Sausage has, because he's a little adventurous yeah. for a hobbit considered like the the ancient like these incredible civilizations that have been completely lost and like the like what you saw in a numinous and what you you know know now because of the lady and things like that has, has that ever been something that you'd really pondered before i i think i have i mean i've traveled with the fellowship mm -hmm. enough that i've seen a few things here and there mm -hmm. um but Actually, you know what? Um, I think one night I am, you know, kind of in a mood, a little bit of a, a solemn kind of introspective mood. Mm -hmm. I'll step out to the porch uh, and I'll find Valdis there and I'll offer some, you know, some, you know, like a little bit of a smoke to share, like, you know, a little mm -hmm. bit of my pipe. And I'll kind of with <laughs> without being prompted, I'll just tell her or I'll I'll say you mentioned seeing ghosts before. This was my first time seeing a spirit like that. 
and it was certainly my first time fighting something bigger than a deer. I've seen things, probably not as much as you or Runa have, but they've always been things of stone, made by someone's hand, even you know, uh, older than me or any of my hobbit kin can comprehend. But they've always been stone. They've always been unliving, just there. This was... This was closer to... Closer to the living world than I've ever seen. And I don't right know how I feel about that. She's quiet for a moment and you know, smokes the pipe as well. And then she pulls out uh, like a flask and takes a swig and mm. uh, hands it to you. No, I, I take a swig. I take a couple of swigs, yeah. actually. That was, that's the very obvious intent. Yeah. She's not expecting <laughs> you to pass it back to her. My family has chosen for generations to uh, seek the darkness, to delve into it, see what we can test our metal against. Some of us come out all right. Hmm. More of us have many scars to show for it, both on our hearts and on our bodies. There's something disturbing when you see a living darkness that has intent. This is one thing with stories. It's Stories, they always are just evil or greedy. But when you're face to face with something that has such darkness and malice in its being that it doesn't just want to eat you. It doesn't just want to kill you. It wants to corrupt you. It wants to enjoy the act of it. You can never completely steal your heart against such things. I take several more swigs after that <laughs> all i can say is that with time it gets less surprising <laughs> well that is a that is certainly a welcome bit of advice well i commend you for facing it and keeping your feet and for not fleeing You'd be amazed how many men three times your height aren't able to do <laughs> as much. You are fine, fine warrior, and I am very glad that you are with my daughter, Master Hobbit. I blush at that. I say, um, just to kind of like close up the conversation, I say, um, I kind of take a deep breath, steal myself, steal my little Hobbit heart, and I say, would you just enjoy looking at the stars with me? few more moments longer. She pulls out another flask. <laughs> <laughs> and you kind of clinks flask. Oh, yeah, I'll clink. And, <laughs> and then, then I'll... She just doesn't even say anything. You just, like, she nods because yeah. she gets that, like, if the silence and the companionship is what you need. Yeah, yeah. She just kind of, like, sighs and, like, leans back in the chair on the porch and just, like, looks up at the stars. I'll, I'll, I'll sing a song about the constellations. Okay. The Hobbit constellations, like, you know, 
the feast of constellations in the sky. Yeah, she's kind of tapping her foot, but like <laughs> being a very still, comforting presence mm -hmm. in a way that is clearly practiced. Like this is not <laughs> the first time she's talked someone through some sort of trauma like this, mm -hmm. and she's she's got a, a knack for it. So, all right. It's a good moment. Thank you. Thank you. All right, so the, we're spending a week at this, so we're not going to go blow by blow, day by day, every little thing you do. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. This is kind of nice. I know. I'm <laughs> the heck out of this, too. <laughs> I don't even know how many days have passed, but yeah. it's been, like, really awesome. Yeah. I don't know what day it is anymore. Yeah, right? Three months later, yeah. we're like, oh, wait a minute. We had something to do. We're still role-playing. Oh, wait, there are mechanics. <laughs> yeah, there's mechanics. <laughs> To that end, I also think Erlen just loses track of days and like you have to remind him when meals are happening because he's fully face in book. Mm -hmm. um, oh yeah, Runa has a habit of either bringing you food or like <laughs> waving a hand in front of the page. Yeah, and it's gotten <laughs> more and time. more elaborate <laughs> as the days have gone on. So it like was just like his books and a few books from the library and then his books became like rolled out maps and then it became like I think eventually he asked you for your drawings yeah, yeah. and your rubbings of the room and, <laughs> and it just becomes this like war room of maps <laughs> and notes yeah. as much as he can fit in the room essentially. Yeah. Um, at one point you're going through the library and you find this what looks almost like a, a journal like a small like Something someone would have, like, it'd probably fit in a small pouch. It's all handwritten, kind of scribbled. Some of it's songs, some of it's just, like, some of it might even be shopping lists. Like, it's very, just a someone's little notebook that they wrote. Um, and in there is a song about um, the mending of Middle Earth. And, <laughs> um, and, like, how, like, there'll be, like, a great battle. And then after that will be like the the world will be purged of the darkness, um, and it's kind of it's very vague in the way stories are, um, and uh, but this is this is kind of the first. Uh, I mean, you've heard lots of stories before. That this is kind of the first one um, that's like maybe more darkness is coming. Maybe the darkness hasn't been defeated. Like it's very clearly laying out. Like, this is all the stuff that's already happened, and this is coming still. Hmm. Um, and then, like, in the, mar like, handwritten next to it, not part of the song, there's uh, the words Dagger Dagara. Like, just, like, just kind of scribbled in there um, on the side. Sorry, this is one of the things that, like, it depends on if you're like the published version of the Silmarillion that Christopher Tolkien published or the Tolkien's written one. Notes. Yeah, the notes. <laughs> like which notes from what year are the canon ones? I like this story, so I'm keeping it. I do too. Yeah. <laughs> um I think that that actually drives him to stop. And takes out a separate piece of paper and a formal quill and ink and begins to write a letter home. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a while. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, let's go. So I want to make sure we get to the actual undertakings. So um, remind me again, you, you wanted this, the pondered story and figured maths. And then the <laughs> magical study, item. Study magical and the item. magical item. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to say we definitely have checked off pondered story and figured maths a lot. 
I feel this is one of those things where you have a group project and one person does most of the work <laughs> on the project. He's gathering all of the resources so that at night he can be like, everyone come in here. Yes. We need to all talk about this right now. Yes. Yeah. I'm sharing the knowledge. For sure. <laughs> um, so just so you know, until the next fellowship raise, you get to add plus one to your feet die rolls made on the journey events table. Heck yeah. Okay, just right. the feet die, not the success <clears throat> die. Um, realize I've been looking down at my thing a lot, so... <laughs> Um, so yeah, just the feet die on the journey events table only, not on every feet die roll, just mm -hmm. the journey events table. Um, and sure. that will end at our next fellowship phase. All right. I think probably the next step would be to, well, you know, I'd probably ask Sausage to, to sketch the, the lure on a piece of paper. I I sketch it and then I just have the little lines radiating, yeah, indicating yeah, yeah. that it's glowing. And then I would write out like what I know of it and that it's you know it's very much like pearlescent and and all of that and um and send a letter off to uh oh my brain just went blank our wizard friend um, Laren Laren oh thank you wizard not wizard uh, fortune teller <laughs> fortune teller. Fortune. <laughs> yeah. Not dog all owners. dog owners. Yeah. All dog owners are magical. <laughs> so uh, I would I would pen the letter and send it off to uh, Creeks Crossing. Okay. Just in case. Okay. Uh, because I I like he tends to just know stuff and mm -hmm. know things and know places and mm -hmm. and all that. So uh, it's kind of the logical next step to ask. Yeah. Now, just to clarify in the lore part of it. Um, the fact that there are more, like, first off, wizards, like, existing as, like, like, Gandalf is a wizard, but, like, the the, the truth of the wizards and what, really how much power they hold is something that is not common knowledge. No. So, I'm just, like, clarifying for everyone, and those of you watching at home. Um, so, while we call him a wizard because we as players know, like, right. there's no inkling, like, like, you probably know that, like, something's you, there? Yeah, like... <laughs> There were there are there are wizards in the world. There are people who see they they seem to not age the same. They look human, but they're, they have magical powers a little bit. They are rumored to. Most people have never seen them. Again, they're very subtle. They're not like fireball, fireball, fireball <laughs> like that. Um, and this is in character entirely from a way that he's just a wise person. No, absolutely. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying not... this to clarify. I yeah, totally yeah, get where you're at. Yeah. Um, so I'm not, this is not a correction. I apologize. I did not mean it to come off. No, 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 no. I, yeah, I, yeah. I'm agreeing. Yes. Yes. Um, but, and the, the fact that there are five wizards, there are blue wizards is something that like only the other wizards know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like even the, like Galadriel and some of them might've been there when actually with the canon I'm using, they wouldn't have been there because the blue wizards arrived in the second age. Mm -hmm. Um, and again, which notes you read. Um, <laughs> so, like, the fact that the blue wizards exist are only things that Radagast, Saruman, and, um, and Gandalf would probably know. So, and I probably only know that Saruman, uh, Saruman is, is a man of power, because he's, like, a political figure as well in the world. Yeah, he's the most well-known. Um, he probably has, at times, at this point, he's, he has not, like, 
for those of us who've seen the movies and watched, he's not evil no. yet. Mm. He's a good guy. He's my friend. <laughs> yeah. He's my boss's friend. He's, he's not my yeah. friend. <laughs> yeah, he's on his way. Like, he's starting to get a little bit greedy and power hungry, but that's very much behind the scenes. He's still, like, in good standing. He's not, you know, started doing the whole orc corruption <sighs> thing. Yeah. Um, and Gandalf is very well known around these parts specifically. Um, mostly for like kind of like like fireworks and like sort of showmanship type things like that. They call him like a wizard, but like whether he has a whole bunch of power or not, like is very sus. He could uh, turn to be a magician. Yeah, like yeah. exactly. <laughs> like he's more like a conjurer of cheap tricks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, like you just see him standing on the top of the tower. Like, Behold the metal ring! <laughs> clink, clink. <laughs> clink, clink. <laughs> exactly. uh, Everybody's like, what's he doing up there? <laughs> I can't really see too well. How do you get very Don't worry about it. <laughs> yes. Makes eagles flying far away. Um, yeah, so, uh, so that's what it is. Like, the, the one real wizard of power is Saruman that's kind of respected by the elves. Um, Hobbits probably wouldn't even be aware um, and such things. So those are kind of the only ones you know of. Radagask by this point is like ooh, flying around. Yeah. So uh, not not on task at all. And uh, so those are kind of be what you'd know of wizards. So the fact that he's a wizard probably wouldn't be something that would cross your mind unless something happens in the story to like make it super clear. Mm -hmm. You're probably very suspicious about everything he knows and how he shows up um, but not in like a negative way. All right, just clarifying. Yeah. You got it. Okay. Um, I have a quick question, and I uh, have a couple um, things to spend. Mm -hmm. um, what does it mean if a creature has might two or more? So the might is how strong it is. Uh -huh. It's how many wounds it can take. Okay. So oh. most, most foes... Um, like you wound them, they're out. Mm -hmm. Like for one on one. Obviously, um, higher caliber large fish monsters have might three, so you were gonna have to land three wounds to mm -hmm. actually take it out until you got it down to it. Like it's also like the ending, it's endurance. Got mm -hmm. it. Which also was like a hundred, by the way. So good job. Wow. Ooh. I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. oh. That's why I had this long column of math on my <laughs> yeah. of my sheet. Yeah. Right? I just kept subtracting every time we took a little whack at it. Um, so yeah, so the might is kind of the shorthand okay. mechanic way of knowing how tough a monster is. Got it. Um, so I think for my... I'm going to uh, up my wisdom. Okay. Um, and take one of the barding cultural virtues, which is dragon slayer. Because um, I feel like that makes sense narratively. Oh, yeah. You just finished fighting a huge mm -hmm. uh, creature. <laughs> yeah. So uh, when you're fighting creatures with might two or more, all your attack rolls are favored. Whoa. Wow. Oh. Yo. <laughs> okay. That's awesome. Note to self, find more big monsters. <laughs> yeah. Hello? Um, and I think, like, narratively, um, Runa will spend some time kind of fight training with mm -hmm. her mom and her grandmother like after telling them about this creature and how hard it was to fight, mm -hmm. um, she is kind of like, the darkness is coming. We're going to mm -hmm. have to fight more things. I need to be more prepared and like do some, put in some training time this week. Nice. 
Um, and then the other thing, I'm uh, I'm gonna spell some skill points on upping my travel skill because mm -hmm. we got some more experience in that, and we're gonna have to do it again. I think along the same lines, mm -hmm. I have probably spent uh, a good portion of the week mm -hmm. going out with my axe to the various blacksmiths in town mm -hmm. and borrowing their sharpening stone <laughs> because he was very upset at how ineffective it was. Mm. So uh, I upped my valor and I'm taking uh, the keen ability to make it more likely to cause nice. a piercing blow. Excellent. Yes, piercing blows are super key and yes, <laughs> they are a big deal. That was crazy. Yeah, I was very worried for a few minutes. I was like, "Oh, all right. Well, good thing this game is designed to have people die and then make new characters." Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, and one of the things I'd like to do, um, I want a. Uh, Actually, we talked about doing it next time, but I think I'm going to do it this time. Um, like, each of you had an item that was touched by um, the lady in Anuminous. Mm. So I want to make that, because we haven't done a thing where you found a bunch of treasure, mm -hmm. I I felt weird. I didn't want you stealing stuff from Anuminous. That felt icky. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, ha there wasn't really, like taking a bunch of stuff after, like, while you were saving the lives this of the community. Yeah, it's also like, stuff all these hold years. on, hold on, I know you're dying, you need to get back to camp. Let's load our <laughs> treasure. Hold on. Yeah. So, we're going to paddle this treasure back, and then we'll come back with other boats to pick you up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Love. There were the other boats there. We got yeah. the around. Yeah. Um, so what we're going to have uh, it, you do is like her blessing is actually going to give some special properties to your items. Oh. Um, so enchanted objects, roll a success die twice to select first a skill group from the blessings table and then the affected skill. If the object is a wondrous item, roll again to discover its second blessing. So we're not going to have, we're going to have them just be blessed items. So we're not going to have like super. So you're going to roll a success die once. Um, and we can go around if you will just use one at a time because it's more interesting that way. Okay. All right. So roll your success die once. All right. Three. All right. Um, so the skill group is three. So it's going to be perception. So roll it again. Okay. Two. Two. So it's going to give you uh, awareness. Oh. Uh, mm. The bear game. Oh, wait. Uh, Abilities may not be ready, readily apparent upon the discovery. Oh, so yeah, we're supposed to do this. Uh, study magical items undertaking during the fellowship phase. Yeah, we're doing so that's what we're, we're doing. doing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This will be part of what we're doing, and I'll let you do the item that was touched and also the lure. Okay. Thing. Okay. So, so awareness. Yes. Give me a moment, and I'll okay. tell you what that does. Just remember awareness. Awareness. Okay. All right. You gonna read or you want me to roll? At uh, roll, first one. Okay. Two. Two. So it's gonna be a movement thing. Okay. Five. So stealth. 
Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Ha ha. I'm very stealthy already. And what did she, what did she touch in hers? The case of the Astrolo. So okay. something that is always on him. Okay, perfect. Okay. Okay. And now it's birds. So hey, movement. Four. Mm -hmm. Four. Mm -hmm. So that is survival. Oh, excellent. And three. Three. Healing. Oh, oh all right. Oh. All right. And Hennar. Four. Four. So that's survival. And three. <laughs> Healing also. All right. Let me roll the second one again so we get that's, different stuff. Okay, that's fine. I feel like it's sort of like poetic, though. That if it makes sense. Almost died. Yeah. Like, yeah, no, no. I mean, she, that's fine. That's okay. fine. I feel like the, I, I want to stay the same. Cool. Because yeah. I feel like that makes sense that the lady like had maybe had some sort of knowledge that that was going mm -hmm. to be something where mm -hmm. you both were grievously that injured. Is, oh, that sure. is 100% fair. Yeah, okay. yeah. What did she... Uh, what did, what uh, My torch. She, your torch. Oh, oh, right, nice. right, right. When you were like yeah. running away in the dream. Yeah. And there was, yeah. 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 So what does it grant us? So uh, uh, let's see. Uh, I will tell you that in a little while. Great. As soon as I find that information. I just found the table of what you roll when you get to, to see what your treasures have. Oh, I should roll again for the lure thing. Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I hold off on that one. Okay. I, I That I want to make sure is tied in with a few other things real quick, so I just want to make sure everything's set. But we're going to say that during the fellowship phase, you studied it, and then we'll open up in the next um, sure. next yeah. session with like the knowledge of what, mm -hmm. what happens with it. All right. In all of the map studying, I've also improved a point of travel. Excellent. I'm, mm -hmm. Again, it's all the same thought. Yeah. <laughs> working, yeah. working so hard. Uh, I, I improved my travel as well, just from all the travel in this case. <laughs> Excellent. This place is new. Very good. Uh, okay. Um, very nice. So you've done this. Um, we can say you were going to do two weeks. Mm -hmm. Is there anything else? We're just going to kind of have a little bit of a montage of like mm -hmm. you living your lives in Brie. You having more quiet moments, um, you know, on the porch with Valdez, starting to maybe feel a little bit better, and your like wounds are healing. Mm -hmm, the, mm -hmm. the the bruises are going to take a while to go away all the way, but like they're they're definitely fading mm -hmm. and not as fresh on your mind anymore. Um, what else? What is something that one's very obvious? If there's something else you want to kind of go over, but I'd like for everyone else to kind of share something that they're kind of grappling with. Um, that's sort of. Uh, it's not healed, but at least comforted by being here um, with your fellowship. Uh, I think our next uh, band practice, uh, I probably pull out the other helmet and oh. I just put it on Sausage's head. <laughs> and I go, there you go. Now you, uh, now you, we have a match, matching helmets. And um, was it like made in, for his, his size? Yeah, yeah. He had a yeah. pretty big head. What did you have, um, like, what design did you have put on them? It's obviously not, like, um, intricate or beautiful right, or right, right. but, like, did you have something put on there? Uh, I don't know how to do this. I have an idea. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let me put it out there. Maybe maybe uh, input. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I want it to look like the... Sort of base it on the rubbing of the islands, oh. right? Like the lake and the okay. like that kind of across the forehead sort of, mm -hmm. sort of okay. thing. Yeah. I have an idea. 
So we're going to do something. Uh, it's going to be a little bit geometric because you're a dwarf. And yeah, it seems, that's probably what yeah. I would do. So we'll do, except like this will actually be geometric, not how I draw it, like with straight lines. There will be straight sure, lines sure. in your design, um, even though my drawing does not have straight lines. Um, Like a shiny thing. Um, for those of you who can't see it, I'm really glad that you can't see it. <laughs> um, beautiful. But it's like, so this is kind of what I have in mind. Hmm. Where it's like, oh yeah, the five eyes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I like that. Tower in the middle. Cool. Yeah, there's like it, it, it. People who look at it would just look like it's like a like a kind of a diamond shape in the middle. Um, and then there's small like. Uh, triangle shapes around there and the, the the same positions of the islands huh. and then there's like a texture beneath that that sort of gives the impression of water it's not like beautifully carved water mm. but sure, it's kind sure. of hammered in a way that it kind of ripples a little bit um like water on there yeah that's so, awesome yeah yeah so you can see that without screwing up the camera too much but yeah so that's kind of like is it right in the front yeah, I think so. Okay. I think that like that's sort of the big plate, right? Okay. Like right here, sort of attaches the decoration to it. Because mm -hmm. I mean, they're human helmets, so they're not going to be that great. Yeah, well, and most people be like, "Oh wow, that's that's nice." And like, but to you, both of you, there's like, yeah, I feel like there's like a shared bond there between yeah. like yeah. both of you, like being beaten by this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. repeatedly smashed. Yeah. By this. I, I still feel like a little, you know, pang of guilt mm -hmm. inside. So when you pop it on my head, I kind of like throw my arms around you. Uh, and I linger there for a little bit. And then I run back inside. I take a piece of paper and I do like a rubbing of the pattern. Oh. And then I run over to where Erland is researching. And I like kind of slap it in front of you to add to your, your records and your notes. Oh. Incredible. Nice. Uh, yeah. All right, uh, I found the part of the notes. Oh. Uh, Bearer gains 2D when making rolls using the skill indicated by the enchanted object's blessing. Oh, wow. Oh. So it's a big blessing. That's huge. Yeah. yeah, I am going to let you re-roll, though. Like, I, I I don't know. I feel like... Holy smokes. No, you know, I, poetically, like, I love... Narratively, yeah. like, I get that it's not as useful, but I love the fact that... No, no. The dice knew that the lady knew that you were both <laughs> going to be really harmed and would need more skill and healing in the future. Do we add that as pips? Or is it like our magical item? Yeah. Yeah, it's just a magical item. Okay. So, all right. Yeah, so when you're so, rolling the skill and, the, and you have to have the item with you. Okay. So it's not right. a permanent pip. It's like if... If you know. I'm separated from the torch, I get nothing. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Like, you don't have to necessarily be using it. I'm okay if it's on you. Yeah. Like, okay. You're not going to use your torch to heal people. But... <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. That's huge. It's really big. Yeah. yeah. I can yeah. roll two dice now. I'm going to be invisible. <laughs> yeah. I have five skill dice and stuff right. now. Oh. That's amazing. As long as you don't lose your pouch. That's awesome. Oh, that'd be so My amazing. Astrolope is in there. I would lose it. Yeah. Mine is I my sword. Fine. He would be insane. Yes. <laughs> yeah, if I get separated from my sword, Runa yes. is... Um, the other option, um, you may also spend a point of hope to achieve a magical success with that skill. Oh. So, oh. That's the oh, other goodness. option, too. So the, you, you get to choose in between. You don't choose now forever, like, yeah. as you're using it, I okay. believe. That's cool. Yeah. I'll double check and make sure it's not, like, a permanent one or the other. 
but I think for now you get to choose between them. We'll just play it like that, and I'll look this up. Okay. That's kind of like my uh, broken spell yeah, upgrade. Yeah, my thing too. The same thing. Yeah. Uh, Sam, what did Runa name the sword again? Spirits Touch. Spirits oh, so touch. cool. Yeah, I know. I think narratively, because it gives me a bonus to awareness, can it do like ghostly whispers? <laughs> if like there's something that needs my notice. Yeah. I love that. I didn't even think about that at the time because <laughs> you're the one who first like noticed her and encountered her. Yeah. So she gave like awareness kind of was her blessing to you because you were already That's the first so perfect. to become aware. The dice sometimes are magical. And I, I like definitely was thinking about mine being like the fog kind of rolling in and like both because it's the birds. It's the inscription on the case is the birds that he kept on seeing yeah. in his dreams. Uh-huh. And so it's actually like the birds kind of becoming the fog around a numinous. That's amazing. So cool. I love it. I love this game so much. It, okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. If if in that case, I I um like one night when I'm getting ready for bed and I doff my leather shirt, I re- you know, I look at the pattern and I call the shirt the heart of Anuminas. Nice. So, Love yet it. another named item. Um and we are going uh yeah, I think Did you yours is your torch, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you I want don't... to give a cool name to it? You don't have to. It's okay. I need to think. Yeah. yeah. Naming things is my great RPG weakness. Also, mm-hmm. mine. <laughs> mine will be in not English, which is why it's going to take <laughs> a minute. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. We'll say that you think of your names, and then you will just tell us in retcon that you've said it the whole time um, uh, when you're next session. Also, the <laughs> whole week, Erland has been humming the song of Erendil mm. and contemplating the story of you know traveling in the north. And all the hardships of some of these great heroes, but specifically that one keeps on coming back and coming back with all the stories of darkness that are in it. Um, but I think that the thing that gives him hope in it is he looks around and he sees pieces of the heroism that's in that story in mm-hmm. the fellowship around him. That's lovely. All right. Awesome. Um, fantastic. All right. So we can end up our end our fellowship phase any we can you all obviously will open up at the end of our uh the fellowship phase well and like your your leaving brie will be how we open up our next session mm-hmm. um so we'll end just a little bit early tonight um anyone has any last moments they really want to get to or anything before i mean obviously I can give you them at the beginning of the next session but i'd like to kind of jump in journeying fairly quickly in the next session i, I think i think like you know, maybe the second week we start like going out into town into like the Prancing Pony and any other places where people gather and we just start telling people oh, yeah. like our oh, story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. And yeah, playing yeah. the song that we practice. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll have my leather shirt and I'll be like, if you look at these right here, these were touched by a spirit. Creepy <laughs> <laughs> almost. You know? Nice. Um, Oh, you asked uh, one, for mo- oh, yeah. for moments that like people felt like healed by being back in the oh, city. Yes. Thank you for reminding me. Um, for Runa, I think like that first meeting with the Junadine, she was like had kind of like, a little bit of an existential crisis. Like, oh my god, do people think I'm a thief because of what I do? 
and so like but like kind of going through the process of like explaining to him like what her family does and like having a good reaction and then coming back and like being in the archive and thinking about like in a Newman is how much was lost Mm -hmm. and just like seeing a civilization that is gone and like so little of it remains she kind of feels like no like this is important Mm -hmm. like these things belong in a museum like Mm -hmm. we're preserving them Mm -hmm. like it doesn't matter if people see me that way what we're doing is important and it kind of like feels a little bit better about like her faith being shaken about being like a treasure hunter because it's not for greed it's for helping people and for like making sure things survive yeah she's like okay there's that like existential moment of like oh no am i like the dragon (laughs) am i hoarding things (laughs) yeah Yeah. that's a that's a deep thought for a barding to have yeah Yeah. so that's that's deep all right i like it very good also out of character, I am delighted at the idea of a random Dunedain showing up at your house. Yeah. Oh my god. And then your grandmother being like Hello? Did, did she bring a boy home? <laughs> She's like man that looks like cut from stone. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the ranges are are known to frequent breed. Yeah. Uh, sure. But coming and knocking on a particular person's door will probably yeah. cause a little bit of a sensation. She would, like, yeah. would yeah. like warn her mom and her yeah. grandmother, like, I invited these people here. Somebody might show up. Okay. <laughs> and they might be discreet about it, right? Like, they might show up kind of like. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> well, they're not showing up in a parade. Like... Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Do anything like a parade. Yeah. No. <laughs> All right. Hmm. No, I don't think. Okay. I think he's sort of strangely ready to deal with darkness mm-hmm. stuff. I, I think going into it, I don't know if he knew how he would react to it, but mm-hmm. now he's like, it's, it's just something that we can fight. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, I. You know, you hear tales of, of monstrous things and you wonder how whoever just figured out how to fight something like that. Mm-hmm. But then you just have to do it. And now that kind of clicks and makes sense. So I think he's he's prepared to, to go out and do it again. I don't know if that's like a hardening of his heart. It might be. Hmm. It might be that he's sort of steeled himself that well, if this is the way life is going to be, this is the way life is going to have to be because mm-hmm. that's what we need to do. That kind of a thing. Okay. And what uh, what's what's happening with uh, the the lure with the crystal? Like, what? Just like, what's your focus with that? How are you feeling about it? Is it something that brings you courage because it's a symbol of what your success? Uh, is it something that's like? Like nagging at you. I think it bothers him that he hasn't figured out what he can do with it yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's definitely going to be his focus for a while. Okay. Is is I want to make this into something useful, mm-hmm. which is weird for him because he's not good at making stuff. But like, <laughs> yeah, it's 
sort of the thing. It, it's you found this amazing thing. Let's do something great with it. Mm-hmm. More that I know this is a little heretical, uh, but more than just putting it in a throne for people to look at. Yeah. Um, he like, was hit with inspiration. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yes. Uh, so it may be a thing that that's something he starts to try and work on making something out of himself. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right. I do think kind of a similar point to where you were going with Hanar's heart hardening a little as much as he's finding hope in the fellowship and, and being among the people of Bree. I think actually the sad realization is beginning to kind of gnaw at Erland that the reason he left to walk the world was because in his gut he felt like something was coming, that there was something worth staying for. And this is adding to that conviction in a way that I think is um, maybe even poisoning him a bit against the idea of his people leaving. Because as much as it is a sacred calling and he's sat next to Kiridan his entire life and, you know, adored him and he believes him that he, that it's time for some people to go. Mm -hmm. But he refuses, I think at this point to believe that everyone should go. And I think it's actually wonderful that he's finding hope in the people around him, but I think it's actually making him even more reluctant to see this as the twilight of the elves mm-hmm. and that it shouldn't be and that maybe the sun will rise again and that it'll just be daytime again and we won't have to go. <laughs> oh, y'all are so heartbreaking. I love you all. <laughs> Um, all right. Um, so we're going to go ahead and end the session there. Next session, um, we're going to start with the lure crystal. That's I'll it. come up with a better name or we'll come up with a better name for it. Sure. Something to phrase it. Um, so we're going to start with that and what it says. I'd also like to start next session finding out what was in the letter that yes, you wrote. I'm going to write it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> My big note right here. Yes. Big um, so I'd like you to actually read it if you, I would if you love will to. be willing to. Okay. That would be fantastic. Um, and then we will decide uh, where our adventure is going next. Yeah. So, awesome. <gasps> oh, that was oh, so good and so intense. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't believe we waited so long to have a fellowship. I mean, we kind of, we, it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we did all the same things, but uh, thank you all for those amazing moments. That was really, really nice. Um, thank you also for joining us for session seven of the Unsung Tales. Um, I'd like to thank our chat mods for their super hard work. Um, and thank you to our amazing Patreons who keep us ad-free and independent. It's because of you that we are able to play games that we enjoy without worrying about publishing uh, companies and a bunch of you know sponsors and subscribers and all that stuff. We can just play games the way we want to and spend an entire session drinking quietly on the porch together. Just mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and you can join their heroic ranks at happyjacks.org slash Patreon. Uh, let's go ahead and go around the table. Let's start with Dave this time. Nah. Uh, hi. Um, I'm very excited to tell you all that I am yet another step closer to being back on the streaming uh, and getting back into starting up that Dave the Diaper game. <laughs> I got a chance to play it a little bit since we last spoke, so I'm at least vaguely familiar with what I'm supposed to do with the game because I don't like being that guy that... I, I thought, like, maybe I'll just go into a cold on the stream for the first time, never having played it before, and then I couldn't do that. I can't be that guy. So uh, I played just a little bit, and uh, now I want to get into a... start a new game, 
play it fresh, and we'll get into it. I'm hoping later this week I'll have time to do that. Um, I'm literally, my son came home from school today and told me, there's three different events this week that they didn't tell you about. Okay. So uh, so that changes the schedule a little bit, but I'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's still some more days. So that's my hope. Oh, and you can find me at uh, CA Sith Lord on most things. Uh, all of the gaming platforms and all of the social platforms. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's me. All right. Howdy, everybody. I'm Jay, uh, and I played Sausage. And um, my plans for releasing my latest D&D adventure kind of got derailed when I learned about Fishblade Jam on itch.io. 24 submissions so far. I'm hoping to add mine to that list. So I'm working on a game called High Tider, the fishing, um, which is a bunch of fish that, you know, have to slay each other until, you know, there will be only one. Oh my God. Um, Incredible. Yeah, yeah. Working I just on, got it. Working on, a new, <laughs> working on a new RPG system that uh, that is based on D4s called the Caltrop Engine. I'm very excited Aww. to uh, to bring this, hopefully, uh, to itch by the deadline of Fishblade Jam 2023. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Transplantation. And um, everywhere else in social media at, at J Africa and um, you know Dungeon Twenty Three Fishblade Jam plus all the other stuff. I'm going to pass out someday, so. <laughs> but I'll be here for our stream on Monday because it keeps me going. I will say that Dungeon Twenty Three stuff is uh, three hundred. Yeah, the, yeah, the Dungeon yes. with some numbers. I don't do numbers today, apparently. Uh, it's really cool. You guys should really check it out. It's awesome. Yeah, people are doing some really, really spectacular work. I love work. what you're doing. I'm having a it's good time really, with yeah, it. Thanks. Um, hi, everybody. I'm Kai. I've been Ireland. Uh, you can find me on all social media platforms as Estelle of Imladris. Uh, you can find me here in a week, uh, eager and very excited for more. Oh, my gosh. Um, but you can also find me... Before then, on Saturday, on uh, Matihi, uh, playing uh, 5e, our pirate adventure, What We Do in the Shallows, where I play a horrible sea elf druid um, who's mostly just an octopus all the time. And then um, on Sunday, we drop the second episode from the lore brewery of our fairy tale 5e adventure, Far, Far Away, where um, we're about to enter combat for the first time in that, and uh, it's going to be very yeah it's it's bracing i'll put it that way it's bracing um yeah so it's it, and that'll be here <laughs> maybe almost crying again <laughs> and loving every second of oh, it so much almost crying in yeah. this game yep love it so much yes so good yep and I'm Sam. I have been Runa of Bree, your uh, treasure hunter who really hopes people don't th- think she's a thief. Um, <laughs> sweet baby angel did not think that was a possibility. <laughs> It didn't occur to her. Um, you can find me on the internet at Red Pandroid on pretty much all of the socials. Um, mostly right now on TikTok where I make very stupid videos. So if you <laughs> want to see something dumb, go look at them. <laughs> I have a really good spelling pit. <laughs> Thank you. I mean... That's mostly what TikTok is. <laughs> uh, and I'm Kimmy. I've been your lore master for this game. Um, you can find my games at goldenlassogames.com. 
And uh, we, I'm going to be at Strategicon coming up um, February 17th, 18th, 19th, and 20th. I probably will be on there some of those days. Um, if you want a copy of Decima, I will have a small number of actual decks with me. So, yeah. Um, the rest are showing up in like four weeks. And um, any other big news? Uh, no, you can find me at Golden Lasso Girl on all social medias. Um, I'm starting a new game actually this coming week. Um, on Sunday, I will be uh, playing as a player uh, a short campaign of Demigods by a very good friend of the pod, Jason Mills. Um, and I'm very excited. Um, I got to play in like all the flagship and like the first games of that through its whole process. And the PDF is finally coming out. The Kickstarter, you know, the books are going to come out fairly soon. And it's just very exciting to be playing with like the finished product after all these years of developments mm -hmm. so it's very exciting um yeah and that will be at five o'clock on sunday yes look at the schedule hashtag <laughs> yeah not hashtag sorry <laughs> <laughs> happytax.org <laughs> slash schedule there that's what it is yeah. <laughs> Ooh, real good. <laughs> hashtag i'm really tired <laughs> oh. also the the whole Isengard beer thing. <laughs> I just in like my brain immediately went on this roller coaster of imagining Saruman doing commercials. <laughs> and like, Standing very serious. Yeah. <laughs> Bring me the hops worthy. Like, like, and just you just like reaching out with the claw hand and like pulling the bottle of beer over and taking yeah. a big like, oh, it'll be so good. The I would, behind yeah. the scenes documentary Sometimes is taking the hops to Isengard. Look, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look to the plant here you've never seen beer that's good. <laughs> When you're conquering Middle-earth, sometimes you just need a good oh. drink. I think we should probably yes. go. That's why he's cutting down all the trees oh. to keep the brewery going. It's a whole thing. Oh, man. Oh, my goodness. You know, it'd be awesome if, like, they did the fly... You know how they do the fly-through of, uh, you know, the, the breeding oh, pits? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, you so, in a corner, there's, like, a little tub full of, you know, beer being brewed. Oh, yeah. There. No, it's like a full-on oh, sure, commercial sure. Yeah, brewery yeah, yeah. down there. That's what the Uruk-hai are actually doing. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, guys. Uh, Incredible. Amazing. All right. Thank you all so much, and we will see you next week. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. This show is a product of the Happy Jacks RPG Network. Visit happyjacks.org for more information and to find all our streams and podcasts.